What's up, good people? This is your boy Trey Chaney, better known as Poop from the HBO series The Wire. Also, Kendrick from Bounce TV's hit show Saints and Sinners. And right now, I want y'all to tune in to Fire and Ice. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Partners in Podcasting back with another episode of Fire and Ice. This is Crosser with the Heat. Man, with the cool. And yes, now, as you guys can tell by that drop, that drop earlier, you know, drop before the podcast actually started, then you guys can guess. Um, who the cover of the VPN mag is going to be. Now, I told last week, we was talking. We was talking yep, about how yep, I'm going to yep. reveal who the VPN mag cover is going to be for January 2020. And, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be Mr. Trey um, from The Wire and from uh, Saints and Sinners. How'd you manage to pull that off? Trey uh, Trey Cheney. I didn't say the whole name. I'm Listen, y'all, first of all, real quick. I literally just like got off the road, rushed here. Man was like, "Hey, bro, we gotta get in." I was like, "All right, cool." I had to drop somebody off. We've been filming all day. Did VPN Max up today, but it's been crazy. So yeah, Trey Train Cheney of The Wire and of um, uh, Bounce TV, Saints and Sinners. He is the cover of VPN Mag, and you guys will hear from him later on in this podcast as well. But to answer your question, how did I get connected? Um, I watched Saints and Sinners on Hulu, and um, basically I just reached out, man. Like, I mean, for me, social media is about connections and networking you know i mean of course we do silly stuff here and there but um i reached out to him and um said i enjoyed his work he started following me on twitter and um i said i i want to try to get him on the magazine try to get him on i want to get him on fire and ice and everything kind of been going back and forth between you know us and management different things like that and um we finally got a connection got it together um he was available we just made it happen. Everything just lined up. So praise God for that. And you know, it's gonna be great. Um, we had a dope photo shoot. Shout out to Slim. Yeah, I seen I seen the shot. The shot yeah. look real good. I see. He, I, did he share any of them yet? Or just shots? He, he shot share? Slim shared some a couple. No, I'm talking about Trey Poop. I will just call him Poop. Poop but yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He, he did share some. Okay, cool. Yeah, because he followed me on Twitter too, and I didn't even come to, to the to the thing. You know, I was out of town when y'all went. So yeah. um, he just followed me. I guess because you must have tagged me in something. Yeah, I did. Yeah, there, I, so. did I did. I, I think that was dope. I followed him back, and like I said, um, for me, I, I it's a big feature mainly because I'm a big fan of The Wire. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Act like you know, I know everything about his work, but I know he's on The Wire, yeah. and that's a big show. I know his his, his role was very big, especially in the beginning portion, but even towards the end, um, just like his character was very. To me, it was very important in The Wire because you got to mm-hmm. see somebody that was in the streets, but then then got out the streets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And see what happened to the people around him. You know, most of them had passed, so yeah. uh, I thought it was dope. Um, I do want us to get, you know, at least in next year, or, you know, time to come. He got something coming out, maybe to get him a full podcast. I know he got a story. Mm. I'm always curious about uh, people like him that, uh, like he may he may seem to like to to majority of people that out of people from the wire wasn't like the, obviously one of the top uh, cast members as far as like uh, you know Idris um, Elba and everybody and everybody else like mm. that. Um, but he been around them, you know what I'm saying. So I wonder mm-hmm. how what the relationships like, like stories they have with those people. Because even like somebody like us, like we might, you be, you be you be you know you be one one thing whatever to somebody, but you've been around so many people that people look up to. You right, know what I'm saying? All right. the all the people that play in the wire, and then even just the behind the scenes people that made, made it work, might have worked on the wire. Then they also might have worked on. Uh, Sopranos, like any HBO show, like it's just so many other things. I want to, I want to know how the business work. I know he probably got a good glimpse of that. Yeah, being around, and he's a good person. Like I said, he's real dope. Um, energy was great. Um, he just came in again. It's one of those situations where you, when you work with, and we've had this conversation before, but when you work with people that aren't 
on your level. Like literally, like we have the we're on our indie level right now, and then you got people that's like up, you know, above that. Like they're actually working in the professional realm or whatever. Um, and it's interesting when you when you meet those people and you just to see the humility that he had. He came in really excited about the shoot, which was like. Exciting for me, because again, I mean, I love you know I love VPMA. I, I, I'm proud of the work that we've done so far. Um, but just to see somebody else that was excited, that is excited about it, and of a, of a higher caliber than me, that kind of did something for me. So that was cool. Um, again, I'm a big fan of the Wire. Um, I'm not gonna sit up here and lie. In like two seconds, I was a little, I was struck. I like because he pulled up. I was like, oh, said two seconds, two seconds, two seconds. So he pulled up, and I was like, oh, he's here. <laughs> and then, and then I was like, all right, get back, get in the CEO mode. So it was, it was cool. He was cool, people's. Um, he did say he would like to come down to Augusta. He's been out here before. Okay. Um, but he said, you know, he wanted, you know, do some stuff. So hopefully, we can get him on some stuff. I, I would love to get him on. Um, not just. Uh, fire nice, but I want you to interview him solo. Yeah, I would do um, that. I definitely um, want Slim to interview him on his show. Um, just kind of hopefully we can set up like a circuit. I think that'd yeah. be pretty cool um, because I think everybody has their own take of what they want to talk about with him, and I think it would be interesting to get different sides of stories from the different things that he would talk about with different people. So I think that'd be cool. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was dope. It was it, y'all are really gonna love this issue of VPN Mag. Not only do we have him, I did like a throwback. My first web series, College Days. I got some of the cast members to reunite, and we did a fun photo shoot. Okay, that's so dope. We, I did the Atlanta cast. Some people from the Atlanta cast and people from the Gus when is the issue coming out? January. Okay, so it's top of the year issue. Yes, starting new year. Okay, that's yeah. dope. So I'm excited. We're already getting 2020 together. Um, I'm excited about some things we got lined up, so it's gonna be pretty cool. Well, I'm just, I'm happy that you had a good shoot, but I think for me, like looking at it, I think sometimes you hear so many horror stories when people that you know of a certain stature how they act, or you know people that even feel like their time is um, very valuable. I'm not saying nothing wrong with that, but just they'll look at it like you know you got this much time and that's it. But for them to come in there, you know, be happy and be. Uh, positive and everything. And the great thing was, um, not to cut you off, but like he was in my time because he was actually, he actually left set to come do the magazine shoot. So he was shooting, he's filming, um, I guess he's going to make a guest appearance on a new season of Boomerang, the show, mm. so on season two. So he was shooting that and then he left there, came to us, and he ended up going back after. He not finished. a secret, is it? No. Okay, cool. No, no, he, he, um, he mentioned it. It's going to be in the magazine. Okay, so. cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Nah. Um, well, let me ask you, like, do you, how you want to do it? Cause I know we're gonna do our thing. Do you want to insert? You want to kind of show, show an interview now, or you want to? Yeah, do I think since we're talking about them, I said this would be a great time. I think to, so. Just to, get it out the way. You know, not get out the way, but let's get to the cu- people because I'm about to say customers. I'm working in too much this week. I said customers. <laughs> <laughs> to listeners, I'm walling to listeners because we just spoke about it. I don't want to yeah. go into another tangent. Then like, well, what happened to you know? The interview? Right, so, right, 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 right. It's, it's a video portion of this as well. While, while I'm tripping. Well, what we're gonna do? No, we. This is how we did the interview. We actually shot it. Video shot it. Video shot it. Yeah, yeah, we shot it on video. Um, and so you guys are gonna hear the audio portion, and I, I'll release the video. That's what I'm saying. Too. Okay. So yeah, gotcha. yeah. So you'll get that. That'll be like on YouTube, Facebook, and stuff. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. For face for our podcast purposes, you'll get the full audio. And so we're talking about. I was going to jump into it right now. Right, let's jump into it, man. All right, let's hear it. Fire nice. Yo, what's up, everybody? Carlton with the Heat here, Fire and Ice representing. I'm here, special guest. Um, you know, you know him as Poot 
from The <laughs> Wire. Also, if you guys are Saints and Sinners fans, this is Kendrick right here. We're here with Mr. Uh, Trey Chaney. How you doing, man? What's up, Carlton? What's going doing on, good, brother? brother? Thanks for having me. Thank man. you, bro. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Um, well, for those of y'all who uh, don't know, Trey is going to be the cover of the January 2020 issue of VPN Mag. <laughs> yeah. Really excited about that. Yeah. Um, we're going to learn more about him and his story. But for those of our Fire Nights listeners, want to do a little snippet interview, give y'all a little something to make y'all want to get the magazine. Um, so, of course, Trey, we got to talk about The Wire. Yeah, The Wire is yeah. one of the most iconic shows on television. It has uh-huh. been on television. It's a part of the culture <laughs> and everything. Tell us, how did you get this part of Poop? Well, you know, I started in this business at the age of eight years old as a hip-hop dancer uh, along with being an artist okay. and um, at one of my shows i want to say it was in 2000 going on going into 2001 a woman by the name of linda townsend management had discovered me at this talent show that okay. i was doing in washington dc because that's where i'm originally from mm. and uh she said you know i don't specialize in booking dancers or rappers but I specialize in submitting actors for um, acting jobs. Okay. And acting was always something that I've always wanted to do. Gotcha. You know, but um, I guess that was like the right time when I was approached, you know, for her to represent me as an actor. But it's funny because a lot of people don't know The Wire was my first time I had ever been auditioning for a role. Wow. It was the first job I had ever booked. Wow. So um, when she submitted me, you know, I went in there, I actually read for WeeBay. Okay. And, uh, you know, once I finished reading for WeeBay, I guess I was too short. It was like, <laughs> we got this character for you <laughs> by the name of Malik Pukar. Okay. And um, as you can see, man, the rest is history. And you, you talking five years. Right. And you told me you supposed to only be on one episode. I was only supposed to be on one episode. It premiered in 2002, mm. in June of 2002. And um, supposed to be only on one episode. As you can see, Poot ended up making it, man, all five seasons. Right, right. You know, and, and, and it's funny, man, because um, The Wire is such a historical, classic television show. And uh, just to be a part of history, mm. I think I can speak for any of the cast members. None of us knew that The Wire was going to be this big. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. That's good. Yeah. And then and with that type of show, because, again, you never know who's going to get killed off. Like, anybody can get killed off any second. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Str- most definitely. Stringer got killed off. Like, yeah. anybody, like... We had to kill off right. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, right. So, yeah. it was just a lot of things. So, like, to see your character, like I said, again, just on one episode, and the yeah. last all the way five, it's it it crazy. Yeah, that's real, man. That's cool. All right, so let's go to the current. Let's, let's jump into Saints and Sinners. Yeah. Um, Great show, by the way. I'm Thank glad you. I finally got to watch it because, see, I don't... <laughs> And Augusta, uh, and I have direct TV, I don't have bounce. Okay. So I had to wait until it came on Hulu. Came, and I yeah. binge watched everything and I was like, I was into it. it. Blown away. Great show, yeah. great show, Thank great you. acting. Everything yeah. was good. Great storylines. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Now, uh, Kendrick, um, how was it being a part of this show? Like, just playing this character? Because this is way different yeah. from The Wire, obviously. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I got to shout out George Pierre Casting, man, for calling me, you know, back in 2015 to. Okay. To be a part of, you know, Bounce TV, Swirl Films, number one show, uh, Saints and Sinners. And, um, you know, when I was first, you know, going into this, because I didn't have to audition for this. You okay. know, George just called me because he was very familiar with my work. And when I was going into this, uh, I didn't know at first that Clifton Powell and Vanessa Bell Calloway were going to be playing my parents. Oh, okay. So it's, it's almost like when I got on set, they said, okay, this is who's playing your parents. And... um it's just been amazing, man, to work with, with legends. You know, as, as you know, all, 
about Kendrick. Kendrick's character is is more so broken. Right. He's trying to um, reconnect, rekindle with the family that right. left him abandoned, you know, as a child. And, um, you know, just to tap into that character, man, it's, it's been a blessing. They introduced me in the first season in the mm. finale, and then I end up becoming a regular, you know, from uh, season two through through four now, which we just wrapped, and, and it's just been a great time. You know, relocating from Washington, D.C., like I said, which is where I'm originally from, to Atlanta, Georgia mm. in, in 2017, it, it's, been, it's been a big deal, you know, so I'm just happy to be a part of the whole ensemble cast. That's what's up. Now, are, is there any word, do we know about season, is there being season five yet, or... I can't say nothing yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get. By the time this come out, I'll be. We're gonna we're gonna reconnect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. do a video vlog right. for you first. Cool, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, appreciate yeah, that. All yeah. right, so uh, tell us about your brand. You have a brand called Fear. Yeah. So tell us about that. Uh, Fear, man. Um, it, it basically stands for you know the F stands for faith, the E stands for energy, the A stands for action, and the R stands for repeat. Okay. And the whole Fear brand came along because I. I have a song out and it's called Before I Jump on This Plane. Okay. But with the Fear brand, what I wanted to do was do the total opposite. I wanted to jump out of a plane for the video. Mm. And with me introducing Fear, it, it's almost like I'm, I'm trying to, you know, put a message out there to people to overcome fear. Gotcha. And, and it worked out. You know, I went to Skydive, Georgia. And, um, you know, like I said, the song is produced by my brother Nails Beats and co-written by one of my homeboys, Von Drake. And, um, you know, when we put this song together, I was just thinking, I said, man, the video has to be a statement type of video. So, like I said, with fear representing faith, energy, action and repeat, we as human beings, we have to always have faith in ourselves. Right. We have to always surround ourselves around positive energy and whatever it is that we want to do in life. We have to take action for it. Gotcha. And then the repeat comes in when you form the habit of living your life this way, you'll start to see different changes in your life. That's beautiful. So, you know, like I said, man, the brand, the fear, you know, I'm always rocking it, man. People been DMing me, inboxing me because these are exclusive. You know, I got a website, TraceCurriculum.com. Okay. But I've been like really, you know, getting these off to exclusive people. I definitely got to get you. Yeah, right. please, please. You know what I'm saying? But um, fear is, is, is really... It's something, you know, when you think about fear, you think about what holds people back mm. or people scared to jump you right. know, for and go for their dreams. Um, one example for me was when me and my wife, we moved from Washington, D.C. to Atlanta, Georgia, mm. almost three years ago, me, my wife and my son. Mm. So everything that the, the whole fear brand represents is real personal to me. So that's why I wanted to introduce it by jumping out of a plane, mm. 15,000 feet in the air. How was that? Man, it was it was an amazing experience. It was my first time ever doing it. And to be honest, I was not, you know, afraid at all. Mm. And I don't know when I look at it now, it looks terrifying mm. when I look at it myself and other people see it. But like I said, in order to um, push the envelope on the art, you know, I just wanted to I wanted to brand, you know, what, what fear represents for me and. And from what I can see, it's been inspiring and motivating so many people across the world. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, um, what, I got to ask you one more wire question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're in the Age of Reboots, right? And I yeah. asked you this already for the magazine, but I yeah. want to get official for Fire and Ice. Age of Reboots, would you like to see The Wire come back? Of course. Of course I would love to see The Wire come back. Do you think it could come back like, I, and, and be as classic as it was? 
Oh, yeah. I think it could, especially, you know, you, you got to understand David Simon, the creator, is a, is a genius, mm -hmm. you know, and um, all of the people that worked on the show, even behind the scenes, you know, we, we, we all could come together and really, you know, break the Internet in this day and age, man, and, and really give everybody some powerful, you know, some powerful storylines. And and I know the production would be on another level. Gotcha. But um, from what I'm hearing, man, I, I just I don't know. I don't I don't see the wire coming back no time soon. Gotcha. You know, it's a lot of other shows out here that they, they try to compare themselves to the wire. But, man, it's only one wire you know <laughs> it, it, you can't you can't really compare to what we did mm. over 17 years ago because we were the wire was before its time gotcha gotcha yeah. absolutely all right so if folks want to reach out to you uh and you know get your brand get your clothing yeah. line everything how can they do so um just hit me up on instagram it's uh mr trey cheney m-r-t-r-a-y-c-h-a-n-e-y -E or on, on twitter of course at trey cheney t-r-a-y-c-h-a-n-e-y and then I'm all over Facebook. I go into Trey Poop Cheney okay. on Facebook. People can follow me on there. And definitely the website, TraceCurriculum.com. Make sure y'all hit that up, too. Okay. And I, there's a rumor that I got a message saying that you want to be on some web series. I understand. I got a message saying that why is it Trey on the Productions <laughs> web series? Yeah, yeah I said I, I asked that, man. I'm, I'm ready to get on. One of your shows, man, hey, and we get it popping. We definitely going to make that happen. Yeah, we're making sure. it happen. Yeah, definitely most definitely. All right. Thank you so much, hey, sir. Hey, man. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank y'all so much. All right, y'all. We're going to throw it back to uh, Maine in the studio. Thank y'all for listening. Trey Chaney here. Y'all yeah. support this guy, um, and y'all be blessed. All right? Peace. All right, we back. Fine and nice. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Thought it was dope. We did a great job, Carlton. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. It, like I said, it was, it was a great experience. Um, thank you again to uh, Trey for taking the time out to speak to us. Word, again. Word. Thank you again for doing the feature on um, VPN Mag. Um, I'm really excited. You guys are basically what y'all got here on Fire Nights. You'll get more um, in your reading version. You'll have to read it on VPN Mag. So definitely it's coming out in January. I'm really excited. Um, so you guys get to know more about him and his journey and the different things that he's working on. Um, again, not only that, um, we got the uh, boss moves for January. Is we're featuring um, Mr. Tyrone and Judy Butler of the Augusta Mini Theater here in Augusta. A um, lot of history. Um, I didn't know that they were the first uh, art school in Augusta. Like I know the first did. like fine arts school. I didn't. I did not know that. Um, they don't get the recognition that they deserve. Um, so. You'll get to hear more about this story also in the, in the VPMA issue. Um, just a lot of stuff, a lot of great things to do, a lot of initiatives that they are trying to push forward um, in the next coming year. So it's going to be dope. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about all the great things that's happening, um, you know, as we're ending 2019 and getting ready to go into 2020. Well, I mean, I, I normally, like I said, normally we, take, we have a podcast where, you know, we, we, we take a break, we come back, top of the year. I think December, I, me, I always think December and at the holidays is kind of like a time for family anyway because you got Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and then you got Christmas so it was like so much going on in between that time. I I applaud anybody that can do, that, that does media still around that time because it's so, it's, it's so much of a family time. Yeah. And if you're doing your own thing, it's hard to really, like, not not even so much gay, but hard to really balance everything. And um, I agree. With us, it's it's good to almost like anything. Like when you stop doing something, you miss it. So it's good to just take a step back. So when you get hit the top of the year and you can hit it better, you know, you, you start out from you know something new and you've been missing doing a podcast. So 
I always stop everything. Now, I would record probably, but just to set up for the next year. It's nothing. Mm. It's all preordained at that point, you know. Mm. Um, so speaking of like just thing we did this year, I know last year we talked. We, we, last year we did it after we had like a conversation, pretty much more about like whether it was stuffing or dressing. I don't think it was like that. I don't, I don't really care that. about that this year. Um, <laughs> I just want to eat at this point. I'm not gonna lie. This year I just want to eat. I don't we, care. What, whenever you call in, just make sure the food is good. We definitely. Um, me and my family, we were at church this morning. I want to make sure. I was like, so because my um. My grandmother's been in the hospital, and um, she's doing better now. So she just got released. She's been home, but it's just um, we're trying to figure out who cooking. And I'm just like, all right, what's what's the deal? So, but my aunt says she's still gonna take care of it. So it's my dad's sister. So I'm excited um, about that. Yeah, I, I just, I'm just ready to eat, man. Yeah, me too. I'm 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 hungry. I got a pie coming tomorrow. So oh, dope. for real, what kind? Sweet potato. I'm not. Don't, you know, I love sweet potato pie. But I, mean, I haven't had one in a long time. Like this person that usually make them for me, like she was sick. Like, she's an old lady. You. She was sick. She called me. She said, "Hey, are you gonna work on Monday?" I said, "Yeah, bring it Monday. Monday's a good day to bring it." That's beautiful. I yeah. wish I need I need a sweet potato pie in my life. I had a sweet potato cheesecake, which was the bomb. Um, but I want like a regular sweet potato pie. I miss those. Um, and then I and I, I just like I like sweet potato. I like yams. I, I like that. Like I, that's my, my favorite side dish. So like mm. the pies, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat it all Monday. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I am. I haven't had I haven't had one in a long time. Yikes. A long time. <laughs> um, I got a, my, my well, I got like my Thanksgiving horror story. Like I one one Thanksgiving I ate like four pies in one day. Didn't really think it through. I was young. I was like maybe seventeen, mm-hmm. sixteen, and um didn't think it through. And I kept wondering why I was just bathing the way I was for the next couple of days, and that's because I had only had pie in my system. I don't eat no chicken, stu- dressing stuff, and whatever you call it, none of that. Just strictly pie. So, you know, it goes in how it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I was like, whoa, 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 I ain't doing that again. That, 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 that just feel funny. That just felt weird. But uh, I learned my lesson after that. But I loved it so much. And at the time, you know, the thing about Thanksgiving, and I, maybe now it's different, but, like, at the time, only they only made certain things around that certain time. So, mm-hmm. if you made a pie, you, I didn't get it. Maybe you get it Christmas Thanksgiving. I didn't get it in, like, Memorial Day when they cook out or Fourth of July, it, it's all it's hot dogs and chicken, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and grilled stuff. So I, I didn't always get it. So every time I got it, I loved it so much. I'm like, yo, when I get, it, I gotta eat a lot of it. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> That's very dumb. I should have asked during the year, like, hey, can somebody make a sweet potato pie? And it would happen. So, gotcha. Yeah, Alex, I, it's been a minute. Um, I think the last time I had sweet potato pie, uh, my great aunt made it maybe last year or two years ago. I don't know. It's been a minute. But I did want some sweet potato pie though. I mean, I had good. a piece when I went to Alabama, but that piece was good. I had to split it with my brother, so it was kind of like, ah, you know, didn't want to do that. <laughs> Shout out to my brother though. Um, but so I, to 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 get back on the, on the path, what I was talking about though is you normally you know we stop for the year. So let me ask you this: like, let's talk. Let's talk five nights for a little bit. Um, what would you say? Cause I seen you posted something the other day, and I, I I don't. I'm not gonna say I agree, but I, I thought it was dope. But I'm, I'm curious what you think. Uh, what was our what was your favorite? I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say best. What was your favorite episode we did this year? Because best is kind of hard. It's all it's all debatable. But your favorite, we can't debate that. It's just like what you. Feel. Oh, I'm trying to figure. What are you talking about? What did I, I post? Used to, this is my idea being our best, one of our oh. best podcast. And I did think our chemistry and how we talked was we we laughed and joked so much. But like I like so like this. I guess to me like the, our best ones is when we joke a lot for one. Or when we debate back and forth a lot, like 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 you know how sometimes we go on different topic. I keep bringing it back up, or you keep bringing it back up. We keep we keep trying to like. You know, it's me most time, but yeah, it is. I'm trying to like each time, like what you said is like 10 minutes ago. Like, it's two hours now, but here we are, an hour and 30 minutes, and I'm still trying to make a point from from an hour ago. I think that's our best podcast because 
I really be digging deep trying to find something while you talking like because you're a troll. Yeah, for real. You I, are. I really you're am. a real I troll. But I love those. Like that, that. That to me, I feel good leaving. Like ah, yes, okay, cool. I finally got into a minute half it's, of what I was trying to say. So aggravating. And um, then we both stubborn, so we're not gonna admit it even if sometimes. Yeah, so. I'm definitely not. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be right regardless. Um, my my. You said no, don't say favorite. Just, no, what's your, what was your favorite episode we did this year? Oh, twenty twenty. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, nineteen. Nineteen was my favorite. Um, honestly, my favorite episode. Oh, I got so many. Um, I'm just gonna name the ones I liked. Um, I liked the episode with me with Slim. Um, cause that was actually my first time meeting him. Oh, that's dope. Um, so, um, and you kind of told me a little bit about him before, and so I kind of had my guard up a little bit. I was like. Okay. No, yeah, slim my guy. Um, but when I met him, it was like, okay, cool. He's he's, he's cool people. Um, because you know, honestly, what I had in my head was that dude that you had brought on from Twitter. <laughs> Chill out, man. And so that's how I pictured Slim was gonna be, and I was like, oh, God, now one hundred percent, Slim is definitely like that. But he's more like he's more seasoned. Like he know how to. He not he not he not to work the room, be in the crowd. Yeah, like. he's not. He's he's definitely not that guy. That he's definitely not. That you follow guy. him on Twitter. Huh? You follow someone? I do Twitter? follow someone on Twitter. He's mm-hmm. not that Twitter guy. No, he's definitely yeah. not. He's not the same. He's not the same. He's not, he not as bad as him. Nah, that Twitter guy's horrible. But he, he didn't. I would. I said, will say that was the worst. That was one of the worst episodes. <laughs> see, you know what? It was funny to me because like, I, I think he, he pissed you off. So he just, did. It was funny Absolutely. To see and that. then the fact that he messaged you saying, "I don't think your guy likes me." Yeah, yeah that I'm, was funny. I'm yeah. glad you. I'm glad you picked that up. Um, well, let me stop. I don't know him like that. He, um, he, hit me up, he hit me up about starting a podcast one time, and I told him, um, "Just you know, be how you are on Twitter. You should be good to go." <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I don't think he started it. <laughs> um, so that, that was a good one. Um, I liked the episode when Trevor was late. Me and Trevor, I liked that episode too because y'all was going back and forth. That was hilarious. You know what? Dang, I didn't think about that. That was a good episode. Yo, yeah, I, I, you know, it was good, but it was dope because man, organic because. We we didn't stop waiting for him. We wasn't stopping. We yeah. was like, yo, you gonna get him when you get here. When he got there, like he just really took the show, <laughs> and we had went live and everything. Uh, and that live did a lot of numbers. Yeah, that, that live did dope. not. People like still to this day will comment on there and like message. I might, I might, I might share it today. Matter of fact, because people still talk about it. Like, and then y'all really chose day twenty six. It was just baffled me. Like I was before. They're amazing. Um, let's see. Uh, what other episode I liked? Um. I loved the episode with me, you, and AJ. When AJ was a guest, of course, I know you loved that one. I just I like AJ. Yeah, but that was a good. Shout episode. out to her. That was a good episode. Um, I talked to her today. Well, not talked to her. We you know was back and forth emailing. Until you told I said what's I up. I didn't tell you any. I didn't tell no. We was having you a wild, yeah. You a wild wingman, man. We was having you, a wild your, well, First, I'm not your wingman. Let's be wow, clear. Wow. Let's yo. be clear on that one. It be young people, bro. <laughs> Yikes. Um. Okay, but ultimately, my favorite episode of Fire Ice definitely had to be the episode with Darius McCrary. Mm. My favorite episode because I feel like that was we we always had like I said we always had great interviews I think when we talk to people uh, whether it's in the studio or they call the phone we just have we have I think we have great interviews um, you're very well prepared all the time and um, I kind of like I said again I kind of feed off the vibe and kind of like all right cool I know what to ask this 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 whatever so I think we have a good uh, chemistry when it comes to asking questions to guests but with Darius in particular I think because the way he opened up. Yeah, for real. Um, I think that was that's why that was my because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Um, we I kind of came in knowing what I was gonna ask, and then he kind of when he kind of went another way, which was dope. It allowed me to all right, cool. Let me 
let me go this way with him or whatever. So I, I love when guests, and that's what that's the important thing about when you interview people. You have to you you have your questions, be prepared, but at the same time, be fluid enough to follow the guest. A backstory to that is though, if you remember, we had, and I'm not trying to put anybody out there, but if you remember, we uh, had to hit his assistant, and it almost seemed like they forgot a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, it seemed that way. So when he asked me, called and got a number and everything, like. It was dope how he he just opened it like I was thinking like he like oh here we go again yeah fifteen minutes I'm thinking that because of how the vibe was when mm-hmm. we reached out you know what I'm saying here was this time like hey time is up what's going on y'all gonna call yeah and then for him to just talk f he talked to us as if he knew us like he was just fluent like he was one like he was one of the homies homies you know what I'm saying so yeah that was dope you, I, I I I can see that shout out to the shout out to the Sherry that um that's his public is uh, public relations person she's the one that um help me get that so we me and her we've um we've been working together for the last few years she she uh got some of her client her former clients on my when i was doing the youtube series and um yeah she's 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 trying to get some more people on fire night so that'd be dope um so yeah but shout out to her but yeah that's my that's my that's my favorite one what about you all right, or what's so some of your favorite I, ones? Well, I, I'm trying. I was trying to think. I was just thinking of a favorite one. But now that you said that, I did like the Trevor one. I'm not gonna lie, the Trevor one was really dope. Um, and I have to actually remember that some we've been doing it for a couple of years now, so I have to think of really just this year. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, one that I did like a lot, and I I felt like I learned a lot. It's not my favorite one of all time, but it was. I thought it was a good one. Was it was a guy you had on. He's a photographer. Christopher. Chris, yes. Yeah. I like that one. I like what we talked about in that one. Um, But my t- t- my favorite one of all this shit, like just my favorite, Mr. Vaha was. Maybe because I was so um into that one because, like I said, I'm not one of them, these new people or just like going with the wave. But it was, it was me, you, and Sa. And we talked about Nipsey and his, his mm-hmm. death and stuff like that. Because Sa, we didn't have Sa as a guest. She happened to be there when you when I came to the, to the, to, to the house. Yeah. And we started recording. And we, we we actually just told her to get on. We like, no, you you're, you're gonna be on. And she like, no, I gotta go. We like, no, you're you're gonna be on. <laughs> and she stayed and she was on. And I thought it was just dope because she flowed so well. Like, even if it was just me and you, I think it would have been dope and wrong. But she added something that we we couldn't have had without yeah. her. And then she knew music, having that. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna say female female perspective. It's hard to say women or female. I don't know. No, it's, be it's, it's you're right. It's female. Female. Okay, okay let me hold on. Let's is just, it woman? No, it's female. Okay. Because when you female is an adjective, so you describe it. So you're saying perspective is the noun, so female okay. perspective. That's correct. Okay, got you. A female's perspective. There you go. Um, of a situation like that. And just um better with her being spoken word and just having just bringing that tone to the actual podcast where it's serious and it's knowledgeable. And like I said, it was something that I I've been a Nissy fan for I was on record, you know, for a minute and I was able to talk about that and then just even telling y'all things and then hearing you talk about it. And like you, that's, you wasn't you wasn't a, you wasn't crazy about him. You didn't you never dissed him. You just wasn't crazy about him. But the hear you talk about it, like it really showed that it's, you know, somebody don't have to have the, like the greatest music to somebody for somebody to feel their death. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I feel like you felt it just like anybody else felt it. You yeah. talk about it just like anybody else talked about it. So I thought that was dope because you could easily been like, look, I don't care about him. You know what I'm saying? Like you could easily been like that. Or mm. there's plenty of people that like that. Um, just to real coming and touch on that, people be bringing that up now, like. Oh, cause because he getting a Grammy nomination. I might talk about it this week. I promise you. And he's telling me how he wouldn't have got it if he would if he would have never died. Da 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 da. And I just thinking like, I have I have already said he album of the year. I, I I didn't doubt the music. I knew the music was dope. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I listened to it. It just it's crazy to me that people that really, I think being in media now, like it it it, pro, it shows me especially this year. It kind of shows me like how much our words mean to people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think about it. You have lost. Uh, people that you, I would say, 
called friends at one point right. over words you might have said on this particular platform. Absolutely. So in media, I think, I, and I'm going to learn this year too, but I think in media it's like, Sometimes I don't know if we even know how heavy our words are. Mm. Even to my situation, like we might talk nonchalantly. You know how we are. We're not going to say what it is, but we talk about it around it. Yeah. And I think people listen to it and be like, well, well, damn, that's how you feel. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that we, we realize sometimes when we talking how heavy the words are. Right. And when he told me that, I was like, yeah, you ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really know. Because I know you don't listen to music. So you think because he died, he got this. And where you write for like the people knowing about him. But mm. the music was the music before he died. You know what I'm saying? They're like Tupac Biggie. Their music was their music before they died. It's just that people, when they find out they die, you get intrigued. You get curious of like why people care about their death mm. because some people saw the vision before you saw it. So we're just and just like that to me that that was my favorite episode. But hearing that it threw me off. I'm like, wow, people think like that for real. Like you didn't you didn't go back and listen to the music. You must wasn't curious. You just kind of going off. I guess being upset because he's getting a lot of attention. But the reason why I got attention because like I said, music was 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 how it is. Very potent. It's very. It's meaningful But so. on the Just on a side note though That it However I mean I agree with you I mean Like I said I've never I I can't stop saying Like I Went back and listened to his albums I didn't um, but, but you're not saying The music wacky either. No 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 you I'm not gonna saying? say it's wack No what I heard On the stuff The songs he put on the radio I'm like okay Those are dope um, But what I will say is Unfortunately though Death Does bring um, More value to people Unfortunately um, Let's say instance Let's talk about Michael Jackson real quick. When, King. My, when Michael Jackson was going through all that legal stuff, right? Uh, majority of like, the, especially like the, a lot of the like black outlets or whatever, you wasn't seeing a lot of Michael Jackson stuff. And so when he passed away, all of a sudden, BT showing you know all his stuff on on on, on all the net on his on the stations and everything, all the radio stations in Augusta was playing Michael Jackson all day. And again, it's like unfortunately sometimes. We don't value people until they're gone. Right, right. Um, and I think for me, the sad thing about the whole Nipsey Hustle thing for me is I feel like he understood the work, great work he was doing, not just um, musically, but just what he was contributing to, to the world. Um, but I just think it's sad that people are honoring him, actually taking notice of him, honoring him now. But he can't really enjoy it because he's not here, and I think that's. Yeah. I think that's that for me. That's the sad part. And just thinking about it, just either other people, um, even just with because you know we talked about Christoph St. John here, and I was you know that was that was the impact that impacted me because I'm a I watch Young and the Restless, so I've been watching that since I was a kid. So when he passed, just seeing now the recognition that people are understanding how brilliant of an actor that he was, it's yeah. like well he can't enjoy that now because he's not here. So it's like it's just one of those things that makes you think. Yeah, the the music is great. Um, or their performances have always been great. We've always seen it, but it's just like the world is finally starting to see it. But unfortunately, you know, it's because the person dies that makes it. And like you said, when somebody dies, it makes you curious. Because if you think about it, when some when I, like again when Michael Jackson died, when Nipsey, um, just any Whitney Houston when they when Prince when they died. You notice all this stuff went up, like the streams, well, the, the I always sales, say all this it's, stuff. It's money and death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. When you are like that, um, if you think about anything, like even the Nipsey stuff, like somebody somewhere is some kind of revenue being brought back by using his name a lot. Because you know, when you say, "Oh, you can have a, a book called Nipsey's Last Words," it's gonna go crazy now because people want to know, like, what what was he thinking? Like, what was his last moments? For some reason, America, like I don't know why we got this thing, but we like to we like to. Um, 
I don't know. We, we, we fascinated with death. Glorified people, death. Yeah, we, we like, yeah, like it's like it's a big thing. So we want to know what was your last days like? What was your last minutes like? What was your last breath like? You know what I'm saying? Like we want to know all that stuff. And um, that's just I mean that's just the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? Like Michael Jackson's death is is big, but we also hear about his last day. His last, like what happened? You know where they found him at? Why, why this happened? When Houston? Where they found that? Why that happened? So there's a lot into that. Um, but I think honestly. To um to dig into the, the my next thing was about what we learned this year. I think the one thing I learned though is I think sometimes it's one of the things you gotta go through to learn it. But like you talking about death, I think I take death death and absence in the same breath. And sometimes you know how you say like, well, they they they, they go listen to music or whatever it can be or like go start giving people flowers or care about the person because they died. So it's that absence, knowing that it's no longer there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's the same thing in life. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a, a relationship or something like that. Not so much boyfriend, girlfriend, just any relationship, whether it's your mom, your somebody, like sometimes sometimes you, you don't cherish things and mm-hmm. then when it's gone, you cherish it. You know what I'm saying? It, it not and when I say gone, you could say something died, relationship died, you know what I'm saying? The communication yeah. died. Not that person, but that bond, something dies, you know what I'm saying? And I think that um in a lot of cases, you gotta really it has to die for in order for you to appreciate it and that, and that sucks. But that's what I wanna say. It's, it's appreciation and death a lot of times. Because that's the only time you appreciate something sometimes when it die. You know what I'm saying? Like, some things you're never going to appreciate in this current moment until you... I would hope that maybe after a while, you know what I'm saying, you learn to start taking relationships or anything that you have that you hold dear to yourself, um, not for granted, you know what I'm saying? And, like, treat each one as if it can be taken away any day. Mm-hmm. I think this year I kind of learned that a lot. Like, okay, well, even if it's just something that like I may miss or that I know somebody's gonna miss about the relationship we had it's just the fact that people don't really appreciate a lot of things until it's gone you know what I'm saying that's true um, that's, I think that's just a human nature I don't think it's America I don't think it's just black people I don't think it's why I think it's just human nature you know what I'm saying somebody right now that's mad and beefing with their mom because their mom told them take the trash out and didn't tell this person to take the trash out and now they beefing with their mom arguing but if she was to pass away it wouldn't be important You know what I'm saying mm. But we don't think like that I mean, You can't As a human You're not gonna think like that You're not gonna think Okay what's the bigger picture here Cause if you do that every time You'll never be, you'll never be mad I mean yeah. it, it sounds smart Yeah But how many times You got upset You ever did dishes before Somebody threw a dish in there Like it, it, To me it upsets me When somebody mm. When I'm doing dishes When I was younger And somebody would throw a dish in there Like And I'm almost done I would get furious in my mind Not to them But in my mind I would get furious it's not that serious though You know what I'm saying Like it's really not But it's human nature To get mad yeah. You know what I'm saying So But I think I learned that This year This is what Things that happen That Even if you Psyching yourself To feel like A relationship Or a bond Or whatever it can be Is not important And it may not be At the time Because you don't think It's going nowhere mm-hmm. You realize how important It is when it goes somewhere Or when it's not there No more You know what I'm saying Or when you can't when You can't really get That bond back Even though you try Or that person try or Whatever And I feel like Even though you don't Want to spill milk And I may not be super mad about it or whatever it can be. The fact of the matter is, the reality of it is, you, you don't you only think about it because it's gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, it, and it's anything. I mean, I mean, you you know more than you you probably not more than me, but you know that a lot because you have a relationship that probably has deteriorated. But whereas you may not be like, I'm dying to get this friend back or I'm dying to get that back. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know on both sides, it's probably things that okay, well that that was my person for that, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's so much thing when you talk about men, you talk about pride, you talk about all that stuff. It's like it's in a way. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm a prideful person. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm a. I'm gonna work towards that. Like in life, trying to get that out of, get that out of the way. But it's not happening today. I know that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and I will say this in my in my defense. Like I feel like with years like this or situation like this. It make you be a better person. So like whoever meets you in the future, you ever 
So, and that's why I always say that like, you can't let one person judge you or two people judge you. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, like, say, I'm going to Juju for example because you're in front of me. Like, you today is not you five years, I would, hope, I would hope, obviously, but not you five years ago. So, five years ago, somebody could have said, nah, Carlton is this, Carlton is that, Carlton is that. Right. But what if you learn from them situations, whatever? And Absolutely. You could, but maybe you didn't apologize, maybe you didn't see it, maybe you just kind of went on with life, but you see, you seen your mistakes, you, you know, you hold yourself accountable for certain things on your own and you move forward. Person that meets you seven, eight years from now, you get a whole different Carlton. And, like, I'm not saying that somebody should wait that long for you to be a person, but you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, Oh, I'm good now. Trust me, this this version of me is is amazing. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so I'm okay with that. You know, I, I think, and it's and it goes for everybody, not just me or not just you, even the other person in the other side relationship or whether it's p- persons, whatever the case may be. Right. Everybody can get better. So I feel like that. And I feel like sometimes you, you meet people or relationships where you might not be ready for. Like you might have a. It could be a guy. I could be a guy. I might not be ready for that person's friendship yet. Mm. I haven't. I haven't been enough. Been through enough in life. You know what I'm saying? But that person may be ready for his type of friendship. You know what I'm saying? So I think I learned that a lot. Like I don't really base um, friendships or any kind of interactions I have now based off me versus the person. Mm-hmm. I just feel like okay, that person might have been through enough to act that way. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, he's that's fine. It's like me. I, whether I'm mature, more mature than a person or not, I feel like I done been through X, Y, Z. That's why I'm this way. So I have to understand that that person may not have been through that, so they may not be that way, and I can't force them to be that way. Mm-hmm. They got to learn their own. But you know that's another conversation. But I just one thing I learned this year, like even looking at people, I I approach it all different. I ain't get mad at nobody in a long time. I've been positive for like two, three months. I don't be throwing nothing, no shots, and I just be chilling. For real, I used to do that, but like now I feel like what's the point? Like I honestly, I rather honestly I rather just not say nothing now. Mm. You know, we run into each other, cool. But I rather I rather not. I used to think like saying little things, you know, get up your chest is always cool. Writing mm. it down. Which is why Twitter's a good place because like nobody really on there that that really mean mean anything. Mm. It's like a good way to get your thoughts off. You can delete them if you want to. You can have people that might have, have similar thoughts to you that live somewhere else in the country. You know what I'm saying? I think that's dope. But I think I learned that this year. Like just, it's no point. I just don't get into it. now. Every now and then I might you know jump and dip a dab on a little drama, mm. but nothing crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, for me and I, me, me and my sister had this conversation. For me, um. I said my 2019 sucked. Um, it was terrible. Yeah, 2019 was horrible. Um, but definitely not didn't go the way I thought it was. I it mean, definitely, I said, it definitely step back here. Yeah, I had. I mean, I, we had, I had some good moments, mm. no, no doubt. But I'm just saying, I'm grateful to be alive, obviously. But I'm just like, just far just as a whole, this just wasn't a good year. Um, and you're right. I, what happened for me? A lot of it was more bad as far as a more bad. It was it was worse as far as like a, uh, on a personal. Situation. Like you said, I've lost a lot. I have lost, I won't say friendships. I'm going to, because I learned something from you about me. Cause you, you read me one day and you were saying uh, how, um, I, I put too much value, not too much value, but what I do, I treat everybody like family that you work with, that I work yeah. with. And, um, it, it is here, and I had to kind of go back and think about my life and just kind of my childhood or whatever. And this is, and this is not um, nothing against my mom or anything, but I know my mom used to say, um, my mom used to say I made friends wherever I went. And it's not a negative thing. I mean, it's a good thing, but that kind of stuck with me into adulthood. So in my mind, psych, uh, psychologically, I think for me, I'm always, I'm saying I always got to make a friend. Or, mm-hmm. like, I always have to, I have to make sure everybody likes me. 
And even I'm, even though I make this, I have this exterior like I don't care, I don't care. Internally, I'm like I do care. I actually want people to like me. I want people to be my friend. And this year, I had to like come to that realization that you know that's not real life. Um, and you know at at the end of the day, I have to take accountability for the things that I've done. Um, but at the same time, I can't put everything on me. Cause I, what I do a lot of times is I'll put the reason why something ended. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'll, somebody else. I'll take on. Yeah. I mean, I'll say, I'll just take, I'll take everything. I just like, oh, yeah, does you know, whatever. Um, so I think the biggest lesson for me, um, this year I learned was that I have to really one, definitely separate business from personal. Um, I have to understand, um, that everybody cannot be in your inner circle. Everybody's not meant to be in your inner circle. And you have to learn how to, and then my cousin Neil, he get he can um said something to me too. I wasn't trying to listen at the time, but I um definitely learned the importance of treasuring people who actually support you and not focusing on the people that don't. Cause yeah. that's a big thing for me. I'm always um you know, you get that, you get like 50 positive, you get that one negative thing. It's like you focus on that negative thing. And it's just like, you know, and, and a lot of times he, he told me, he said. It's very detrimental. Yeah, he said, because, you know, that kind of shows disrespect to people that do support you. Like, you kind of like this and us. And it's like, and, and uh, that's unknowingly, you know what I'm saying? So I had to take a little step back and I was like, yeah. Yeah, but think right. about your energy, though. Like, think about, think about, I would think about it like this. The minute you do that, I don't look at it as. You, um, not you, but I don't look at it as somebody uh, taking time out to diss that one person or address that one person. To me, I look at it like somebody taking time out to slap the other 49. That, mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, you, know, I mean, you know how much energy is slapping 49 people? Yeah. But you're looking at it like, you, you're looking at it like you're talking about to one person, but you're really slapping 49. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a good way to look at it. So, it's like, I look at it like that, I'm like, you know, you don't matter. Cool. Right. Cause, and honestly, I know it's, it sounds cliche, but people that matter... That's, that's all that matters That's true You know I think for me And we was talking You was talking about Posting stuff I've got I will say this I'm proud of myself I got a lot better With posting this year But you said something That makes sense You said you want Anybody to like you And I think that's why you Sometimes you, you drift off To that one comment Because you want 50 out of 50 You don't want 49 mm-hmm. out of 50 I'm, I've always been A hundred person I've always been it, it, It's always been I gotta make a hundred And I know We don't always uh, uh, um, Go straight to Like the, the Zodiac sound But honestly That's a thing With like Libras Anyway Like we want To be liked By every single person mm. And honestly, we feel like, why Why wouldn't you like me? That's how we feel. Like, um, it's me. Like, what's, what's going on? So, honestly, when somebody likes you, you already think, like, okay, something wrong with you. So, you start you start breaking them down, seeing what's wrong with them. I stopped doing that because I feel like, if you, I mean, you know how I am. I, I'm going to do it. But, like, if you really do it and take the time, you might hurt somebody doing that. Just, and it's like, why would you hurt somebody just because they don't like something? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because they might like the next thing. You don't know. But, it's like, you go there and be, you know, you cut, words cut, words cut really deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, Absolutely. Um, um, but I, back to the thing you were saying, I, I want, I'm grateful for my sister. I'm grateful for Sai because this year I practice something. This is something me and Sai we do. It's called soundboard. And basically, what we what I what we do is we'll write a status that we want to post, but we will just text to each other. That's the best big group chat. A group chat is group chat is amazing, man. So we'll text it to each other. It be like we like soundboard, and <laughs> we'll we'll do it because that it, it gets it off your chest. But at the same time, you're not necessarily posting it so that you're not really causing um, 
any ruckus. I say too, like know your. I would say know your know like the people you communicate with. I ain't gonna say friend. I'm just say know your communicators. Who you communicate with? Because everything after everybody. So like even at work, right? We work a lot of people that maybe to me just don't have it all. I'm like mm-hmm. how'd you work here? How'd you how'd you pass the inspection to get here, or interview, whatever you want to call it. So with certain managers that I'll talk to, like we have a group chat. Me and this person might have uh, uh, three people. Then maybe two other managers I might have something different with. Maybe up man, I have some different. You know, it's not not everything's not for everybody. We mm-hmm. got one thread with all of us, but that's all business. Nobody talking no personal stuff and no jokes because you don't know who knows who. Everything after everybody. You know what I'm saying? So like, how you got that group tag with you know Sa and and your sister? You know what I'm saying? Like, you might have to have another one with somebody somebody else too. You know what I'm saying? Just for that, I always say you know I don't make all my friends be friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm friends with certain people mm, differently. That's, that's a good point. And I, I like to keep it that way because I don't want all of us. To me, I, I've seen how, I've seen how that play out. I don't like the way that play out sometimes. Cause then somebody start beefing. You know how that go. Yeah. You gotta pick. Now I want to be able to be like, oh, you don't talk. Y'all don't talk. Cool. Cause I'm y'all not. We not a circle anyway. You know what right, I'm saying? So right, I'm cool right, with both of y'all. Right. So I like I like it like that. But um, to bring it, I I, I, I mean, when you say I'm thankful. I'm I'm thankful for being able to like. Know where I messed up at, like you know, what I'm saying, know what I did wrong. Like, I feel like a lot of situations, and just be, I, I like to think a lot, and I drive, and I like to think. So I'm thankful for like just using that that part of my mind, like, and not putting everything on other people. Because for I had situations this year where I was like, I was blaming a particular person or that person, you know, what I'm saying, blaming that for this, and it's like when you think back and you take a step back. Like I said, this is a step back year. I think 2019, and I think that's why me and you're not able to quote unquote enjoy. Cause I was there. I think our brands got bigger this year, like. But you really can't see it because it's some personal stuff you're dealing with. Yeah. Like honestly, it'd be so hard. I'd be getting all these messages. I'm gonna get a pocket. I'm gonna get a pocket. How much you got? How much you charge? How much you charge? charge? And it's like all business, and I could make a lot of money, but like a lot of times I could have to like turn down because I'm like I got too much going on right now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that I'm gonna get back to what I was saying, but that also it like lets me understand like people in the music industry when they be going through stuff, and you know how they stop doing music or whatever. Like you be like, why they stop? They they killing like. People have real stuff going on sometimes, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You really can't even, we can't even, like, enjoy the progression of VPN or progression of more than massive because you got so much personal stuff going on, you don't even see it. It's in front of your face, but you don't even see it, you know what I'm saying? But right. I'm thankful for, like, I'm going to just say the mirror, like, looking in the mirror and being able to be like, all right, man up, you, this is you, you know what I'm saying? Don't blame that person. Because mm. you blame that person and then what? That person don't want it. It's like it's not my fault. Now you're going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Or if you blaming people or this person, I just take the blame. Like you, like you said. I know you said you can't put it all on you. I did the opposite. I just put it all on me. And I'm like, all right, cool. It's my fault. And I ain't talking about it no more. And and since I did that, I probably like it all has been. It has been the best, but it's been easier to deal with knowing that I'm not blaming person A, B, or C. I'm only blaming. I ain't saying D is no pun intended, but Jermaine. I'm only blaming Jermaine. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, if I hadn't did this This wouldn't happen If I didn't do that That wouldn't happen So I want like I said Just going back to that Like I said I think Self accountability is good But I don't think I don't think it's healthy That you take All 100% Because a lot of times It's not 100% to you Like for me I'm I'm like Taking everything And it's like That burden is like Super heavy So for me I don't have a problem With taking accountability For the stuff I've done And even this year um, Just in the loss of A couple of, of Relationships um, you know, I've before the relationship ended, I've of course apologized and said my part and, you know, just kinda own my whole situation. But at the same time, um I'm not going I'm I refuse to um allow to allow that person to make me feel lower than what I really need to be. Mm. So 
for me, I, I, you know, it's it's all about. For honestly, I'm grateful. I'm honestly grateful for a lot of the um, the failed relationships. To be honest, and I know that sounds crazy. Make you a better person. I'm um, you. I that, but for me, just in particular, um, it helps push you forward. Um, as far as just the things that you that you have to do. Um, like I said, in one particular situation, um. I'm just going to put out there, even with the magazine, for instance, like you said, that partnership ended. Um, but that pushed me even to, all right, how can I evolve it? Um, how can, first of all, how can I make, make, manage it? Cause a lot of stuff that I, there was a lot of stuff I was, I wasn't doing as far as the production value of it. Um, but I had to take all that on, on my own. Mm-hmm. And so that actually just pushed me into wanting to make the magazine even greater. Um, to know to want to actually put you know more quality content in there and and, and and actually try to make the you know look i mean look great before but i feel like it is it's the look has evolved now and i think we're getting to a point now where all right cool we can start doing more stuff i mean this is it's just instant right now like i said with the whole trade um training interview like that i feel like it happened at the right time right, i think right. it's getting to the point now with the magazine all right cool i can start making these um different moves or whatever so i'm honestly i'm grateful for a lot of the failed situations, because again, it pushes you to to be great and want to be greater and do greater. I think to add to, I'm gonna add this a list of things too. Like you know how you said you want everybody like like us or like you, or whatever it can be. I also feel like it's this want, and I know for me, I know I can't. I'm not gonna speak for you, but you can tell me if you agree. Sometimes I do want to prove people wrong. I like not a particular person. I say people. I'm talking about anybody that I feel like has any kind of little doubt. I'm not saying that they they they're never gonna be right. Like they say, oh, man, you can't sing. You probably right. I can't sing. I'm not gonna try to prove wrong there. But if that's something I think I can do, and I say prove people wrong, I just and I guess it's wrong because I, I I'll give myself these imaginary doubters, but they probably don't doubt. But to me, I feel like they do. Just below things they might say, mm. like prove them wrong. If I, I feel like you feel like you, you think I can't do this, I remember like even this year, I think I did um what I did, who I did, uh, I think I did a politician earlier this year, top of the year, something like that. And then people was like, you no, know, I think Ken was saying they like, oh, be careful, be careful. And to me, I wanted to prove him wrong. Like I can, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? But I also understood what he meant after I did it. You know what I'm saying? But the need to prove, some, like, just to want to prove, like, I can do this. And I think with the magazine, I think to me, the reason why it's even growing still because you had this mindset, like, okay, I'm gonna take it all on, but also, I'm gonna show everybody that I can do this and I can do this. You know what I'm saying? It's not not for one person, but I'm gonna do it for myself. Right, absolutely. And it was for me. Just I'm just just speaking to like to just be talking about the magazine. For me, it was something that you know I've been wanting to do for a while, and I finally got the opportunity to do it. And it's like, all right, you can't stop because a certain situation or certain people that stop rocking with you. Right, you gotta keep pushing. Um, because you got again, you got. Again, you got these fifty people. I'm just using fifty. I just I'm not like the number fifty for some reason. You got fifty people that are <laughs> rocking with you. And you can't allow that one person to stop stop you from moving forward. That's again, that's a slap in the face to those fifty people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just I'm like I said, I'm just I'm honestly, man, I'm just I'm I'm grateful. Even though life was hard this year, I'm grateful. I feel like I did a lot of personal growing this year. Um. And I'm definitely grateful for that. I'm grateful for the friendships that I actually, the true friendships that I really do have. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just I'm, I'm I'm appreciative. And I'm appreciative for my family, of course. I think uh, we have, we went through a lot of changes this year. Um, my little sister got married, and she's now living in Hawaii uh, with her husband. 
Uh, my brother did my brother Cameron move this year? Was it this year or last year? I don't know. I can't remember. But my brother Cameron moved him and his wife. They moved to Atlanta. Um, it was last year because we, we spent Christmas with them. So but anyway, they still moved. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, our family is just we're making a lot of adjustments, a lot of changes. But I, and through but through it all, I feel like we've continued to grow closer together, and I'm really appreciative of our of our relationship as a family. Um, okay, so, I got a good question. Yes, sir. Um, if you if, so, but the year you even though the year not over yet, but it's it's almost over. If you know how we always say what we gonna do next year's and third, like if you can, so let's say you've seen this year so far, you've seen okay. it already. If you got somebody say, okay, I'm going back. Jan is is December thirty first, twenty eighteen. What you telling yourself? Oh, um. Now I'm not saying you're gonna change anything. What are you telling yourself? So maybe you might make a different move. I'm or telling maybe myself not. to think before I talk. Think before I post. Stay away from brown liquor. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> um, what else am I telling myself? Kinda racist. <laughs> you stupid. No, I'm t- because I know, I know, I know. The, did I, I think I told you that alcohol yeah, story. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have to rehash it. Um, what else am I telling myself? Uh, cherish. Truly cherish the ones that have your back. Mm. And that's deep. I like that. That's yeah. deep. Yeah. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Mm. But definitely, definitely, definitely think before I post. Because I think a lot of situations could have been either rectified or it could not have happened if I didn't post certain things. And again, I'm not I mean I'm not necessarily taking back what I post because I meant it. But I feel like stuff could have went. We could have went went another route. Yeah. Now and and then again, that's not necessarily to say that the friendship or the relationship, work relationship, whatever, would have ended. Yeah, I know, I know. But I, know. I think things would have went a different way. I'm just thinking in terms of butterfly effect terms. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. get told something, you ever hear something like, "Yo, I'm gonna do that." It motivates you. So somebody telling you that, like somebody, mad, somebody just came to you, yeah, like, "Hey, don't do this," and it's like it's stuck in your mind now. So when something happens, you're like, you know what? They told me not to do this. I'm gonna just chill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think something I mean, like that. I think because, um, yeah, I, 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 I because I, I, again, just going back to saying this, I'm grateful. Again, it sounds bad, but you, I'm grateful actually that some of the things happen because again, when when bad stuff happens, people a lot of times true color show, um, and not just other, other people, but of yourself too. You you just realize, all yeah, right, yourself this is, definitely. This is the stuff, definitely. Either a, this is stuff I need to fix about myself, or b, this is stuff I actually need to do. I actually need to implement because you know I need to not be in this situation again. But again, it also shows you true colors of other people around you, and a lot of times it shows you, all right, I definitely do not need to be connected to this person anymore. Um, whether it be my fault because it ended or the other person. So, um, but again, I, I really definitely the 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 think before I post thing because a lot of times, yeah, you can post it and erase it, but I mean, in those ten seconds, somebody done screenshot it. Yeah. So yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And you got people messaging saying my people done told me, and I'm like, oh lord. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. But yeah, I definitely, I think, I think sometimes like posting things like. It, it 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 messes up the situation a little more sometimes because I don't know. I think when you handle things internally, it's, it's just easier to overlook stuff. But once things posted and people get involved, it's like it's so it, you know it's seen. So now you know how to. It's like somebody slaps somebody, 
and y'all can rectify it if it's just you and that person, maybe. Mm-hmm. Somebody slap you in front of somebody, now you got to act out because people don't seen it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like, audience always makes something, you know, bigger than what it is. So right. I, I say posting is different. Um, I don't know. I can't. I'm not gonna say I, I wouldn't tell myself nothing. I, maybe I'll just say like. Uh, be prepared to make decisions. Be prepared to make some tough decisions. You know what I'm saying? And stand on them. Mm. I probably would say that. And just maybe be true to yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would say that. You know what I'm saying? Rather than, that's probably, that's probably what I would do with it. Cause I think for me, my, my personal issue that I might have this year, it just stemmed from that. Like a situation not just prolonging, not making decisions. You know what I'm saying? Not mm. saying I'm doing this. And just not, not, not speaking. You know what I'm saying? Like just, not saying necessarily holding back, but just not speaking. Mm. Like, I'm okay with just chilling now. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be content. Um, I would say more so like that. But nothing I think I did affected what I was doing work-wise. But I do know that sometimes, like, your energy and when you're working and stuff like that, is it, when you got the people around you that's, like, supporting you and, and they, they tell you it's dope, you don't really realize how much that means to you for real. Mm-hmm. When you, Because you can have, like, like you said, you might have them – 50 people telling you this is dope, but then it might be that one that may weigh more than 50 to you. You know what All I'm right. saying? And now it and it's, when it don't come there, it's like, yeah. like, is it dope or not? But it's like, hey, 50 people to be telling you this is dope. But it's like, yeah, but that person didn't tell me it's dope. Especially, yet, so it especially dope? if that one person is somebody that really means a lot to you. Like, for me, if that one person is like a stranger or whatever, yeah, it might sting somewhat, but you, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But if it's like that one person that you like, Especially that person you be riding for, or be riding for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, either way, like if it's if it's any kind of uh, riding going along in that in that relationship, yeah. it's like and if it's even if it's vice versa, like you know what I'm saying. And I and I'm not. I think I can pick up on stuff. So like I know how I feel about a certain thing, but like even when there's somebody else involved, like somebody you might ride for, and like you be thinking like, yeah. I know, I know, I know, you, I know you miss my me, me telling you this is dope or not. Or you know, I know they might drop something. You might be like, yeah, if I if I was on that, it'd probably be a little bit better. And not a cocky thing, but you know, like the relationship y'all have. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I, I just think for me, I would just think I would just I would more so be like, be prepared to make decisions just because you don't think about the ripple effect everything has. And I think decision making is just hard because you don't think about you make decisions sometimes, and people always say it's selfish. Da, da, da. That's just human nature. It's nobody that, that thinks, okay, I'm going to open a car door, I'm going to look around because it may be a dog here. You don't think like that. You just mm-hmm. do it. So sometimes decisions you make, you just do it. You're not thinking like, me doing this is going to affect that. And if that happens, it's going to affect that. And if that happens, right. it's going to affect that. Right. You don't really think about the ripple effect it's going to have down the line. So I'm not going to say I'm, 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 I'm going to do that all the time, but I will make better decisions to see where maybe it won't have effect going so far down the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want, I don't want the effect to be A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, like, dang, all the letters. Maybe that decision may may affect, might affect A, B, or C, but if we get to twenty six letters, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a lot of that's, that's a lot of that's a lot of damage you causing. You know what I'm saying? So right. Um, I think also too, just on, on personal, I I definitely would tell myself to take better care of myself health wise because um I did I dealt with a lot of that latter part of this year um just with um blood pressure cholesterol um. You know, I was scared. I thought my cancer was coming back. It was just a lot. It was a lot. It was just a lot. Um, thank God everything's good. Uh, and I'm getting better as far as, like, my health-wise. I, I still have a long way to go. Um, I need to get back in somebody's gym. I was looking at memory today. I was like, dang, I was at the gym heavy. Um, you know, life just happens, man. It's just be like, you know. I, I mean, s- this year, my quick, you look sleep. up, you lay down, and it's like, oh, what's next year already? You know what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy? I, I um. This is the end of the decade, and I didn't realize that until like a couple of days ago. I was like, "Wow, this is the end of this decade. We're going into a new decade next year." 
Mm. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I know we gotta go, but the, I want us to mention this. The funniest thing to me that happened this year. I'm, I want to end on a good note. Um, the funniest thing was when you talked me off the ledge for fighting somebody. Oh. <laughs> You fight somebody just was funny to me. Not saying you couldn't fight and all that. It's just like (laughs) I just. I mean, it's not. I'm and I I don't know. I'm not. I I can't. I'm I'm not used to it because normally like this. The issue that you have is more so verbal with people. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not like it's on site when I see you. But this was one of them things where like (laughs) it's one of them things where it was like yo. I'm about to go pull up on him. You know what I'm saying? Like whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, take the seatbelt off. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Take the key out of the car. You know what I'm saying? Like. Just did I call you or did I text you? Both, we both, oh. both. What happened was, you know, if, and I was at me ranch over you when you called me. Fat. What happened was, you text me, and I don't, I, I don't think I answered quick enough for you. You was like, I'm like, up. Oh. All right, here we go. What's good? And you, you know, you, now I was in the parking lot. I was in the parking lot. I am go, I am going inside till I tell you was, you was done. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I was just getting wings. I wasn't that major by myself and everything, but still, I was just like, let me talk, you know, talk to you. And that was just funny to me because, um. People, like I said, people provoke you sometimes. Though they they do yeah, that. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I, I, I'm not gonna still be like I like I fight like I ooh I fight everybody. I like, use my hands all the time. I don't do that. But I mean, like don't don't try it though. You know what I'm saying? But just it was just that moment. Like I think it, I think you had a lot going on too. And I think that was like the that that was like a, cause honestly it wasn't that wasn't that big of a deal. But <laughs> now, now that I think about it, let me keep it on with you. All right? But I think that when you add on, like people never know what you're going through. So when you right. add on all that other stuff, you're like yo. You know, he, I think I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say none of that, but I think people don't understand. Like, you ever see a fight and somebody really get beat up? Mm. I, I, so, so I be thinking, like, damn, what kind of year that man having? Like, you know what I'm saying? For him to beat somebody up that bad. Mm. So I think that is that that take that's that also applies to this situation. Like, you had all that stuff going on, so that one thing just sent you over. Like, oh no, this is it. This is it because you you've been pissing me off for a long time now. You know what I'm saying? It, it just it just that's just that's the bottom line. That's it. So yeah. Somebody keep. Nitpicking and nitpicking It's like It's something small But then I got All other stuff going on You know that, that Yeah was at the end of the day I think Looking back on it I, I definitely could have Handled that What I had I don't think I would have Handled that differently I mean you didn't do anything In that situation That was that was kind of weird I don't, You didn't do anything I don't think, I think you just Read something I, wrong No I, I, I No I didn't read it wrong I, No I don't think You read it wrong I'm just, I'm just saying, saying I, I'm not saying <laughs> read it wrong I think you read something <laughs> And you took it A certain way Man, I think, like I said, also I think that had to do with a lot of stuff you had going on. Yeah. And you were just like, yo. I think also but what pissed me off more, mostly about that situation was just the, there was a lack of ownership on it. And I feel like yeah, yeah. if <laughs> there would have been more ownership, then I'd be like, okay, cool. But it was just trying to play dumb. But and you know, that, I, so that was just kind of the thing that set me over. But I just thought it was funny because, like I said, I... I don't call people. I don't talk on the phone. So like, when if I call you, it's something real, like real crazy. So, but I also think like when I think about situations like that, that's what makes me think. That's what situations like that. And I guess when I look at other people's situations, I'm forced to look at my own. So when situations like that, I'm thinking like, okay, whether it's that important or not, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff. Whether you overreact or didn't overreact, I'm thinking about all that stuff later on. You know, subconsciously in my mind. Mm-hmm. Or I start thinking about like you said, when somebody like you said, lack of ownership. And how that can piss you off So I start thinking about me Like okay You was kind of nonchalant When this happened That person should have been pissed off And I start thinking okay They wasn't pissed off So maybe I Maybe and maybe they could have been You know what I'm saying So mm. I, it's like So much thing you think about When you're really dealing with People and like Different people Or people that's like you Similar to you And I think I find myself Like when I look at And, and I and I really gauge Other people's situations It forced me to look At my, my situation this year You know what I'm saying My situations And all that stuff And I'm like Alright cool I can understand Why that person Might have did this now mm-hmm. Or did that So it makes me Not be upset 
a lot of times the morning. That's why I be just chilling. I be so calm and my days just go by smooth. I never, I'm not nagging nobody. Nobody nagging me. It's like it's whatever. And it mainly because of things like that. And not just you, but anybody I see, situations I see from afar, like. Dang, man. Like, I see him going down that. That's that's the wrong path. So, you know what I'm saying? So, making better decisions. I just feel like that's what life is about, you know? And, I, and it's going to be more. I'm going to have more learning years. And I'm only, that's my, my last one. I'm hoping that I don't have a bunch back to back. You know, that's kind of wild. But, you know, I don't mind having them. You know, you're human. You got to learn. It's people 50 years old right now learning, having a learning year. So, yeah. I'm okay with that. What, um, okay, we'll go for real. What, uh, since this is, this is, I guess we're closing out 2019 Fire and Ice, what, one was one goal that you have for 2020. I always like to ha- let people start. I like for people to think like, what do you want to try to accomplish? What's one goal that you have for yourself personally in 2020, and one goal you have for yourself professionally in 2020? Um, personally, I think the goal I'm, I'm working on is, is I'm, I'm almost there, and I just I'm I'm showing that I can do something that I think people thought I could do. That's one. I'm not gonna say what it is, nothing like that. But um, just you'll tell me afterwards. Yeah, but 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 <laughs> <laughs> but uh, mainly I I want to create a, a vision that I'm trying to see out, and at least for the first six months, I'm 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 gonna be realistic. I'm human, but for the first six months, I want to be very consistent with that vision and that plan that I got. You know what I'm saying? And if I can do that, I'll be happy. Even if the last six months is like inconsistent, if the first six months consistent, I don't have to worry about the next six months. Mm. So. That's 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 my goal. What about you? Oh, that's the that's professional and personal. Yeah. Oh wow, you combined them. Okay. Um, personal, I'm gonna tell you off air, but like I said, the personal. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got, you, got, I got you, a got vision you. for more master. I want to make sure I hit that target at least the first six months. If I could do that, I, I feel confident about the future. For got you. Uh, personally, my goal is to get back into the gym. I'm I'm so like I'm for real for real. Uh, I'm actually I'm gonna start this year. After Thanksgiving, um, but <laughs> I want to get back into the gym and really start getting focusing on my health. Um, I said this the first three months of 2020, I'm not doing any production work, um, I'm not doing any filming. Um, but does that I mean, this disclaimer that doesn't mean no content coming, there's content, there's still content coming out, so we still got stuff yeah. coming. But I'm filming, that's why I'm filming a lot now, just trying to go ahead and get stuff filmed, and that way I can just release it while I'm on my break. Um, but I need to get back to a healthy weight. I need to get back to a healthy, um, my blood pressure needs to go down to get my cholesterol together. I just got to work on myself personally and get myself together health wise. Cause I want to be here for a long time. Um, so that's, that's my personal thing. My one professional thing. Um, my one professional thing. I definitely, I definitely want this is supposed to happen last year um was to get this feature made but i need to go full force this year i don't think i went 100 percent this year with it and i think next year that's what i need to do um i'm grateful though because again we've had we we still put out a lot of content um but i think professional wise i think I, I need to go full force with this feature um because i do want to i want to make some type of mark like I'll talk about real like national some type of national uh distribution situation mark. So um that's my goal, man. And just just and just continue to push make VPN mag the best that it can be. Cause I, I really enjoy doing that. So Well, I, I mean I don't see why not. You know what I'm saying? I think we got realistic goals. I don't think it's nothing major. So I only work towards it. 
like you said, 100%. That's the, that's the goal. I think a lot of times you feel like you go 100% because you're doing so much. But sometimes you're doing so much, you're not going 100% at the thing you need to go 100% at. You're just going 70 here, 60 there, 80. And that's why it seems like you're going 100%, but you're not really going 100%. You got to, not you, but just no, as, no, as us in, in general, sometimes you got to hone down and really think about what's important and go 100% into that. But sometimes we got our hands in so many other things, yeah. it's hard to go 100%. Um, but I think this year we'll we you know we I think I, I don't see why not I don't see why not I mean I don't want another year like last year so I wouldn't mind because I, I love learning but sometimes it's, some lessons be hard sometimes you know what I'm saying yeah, so I'm good you. on that but we'll see you know yeah I think I think 2020 um is gonna be I think sound it's not like, like, like a good year it's not like a good, good year. year I think it's gonna be I'm proclaiming it now 2019 didn't year. sound good anyway so I don't know why I thought what? I would have a good 2019 <laughs> no I'm saying like no just say it 2019 it don't sound amazing but 2020 like. Alright You know 2020 I like that Yeah 2019 is like It sounds backwards anyway You know I don't get it But okay Yeah you know Yeah Cool Um. Alright guys Well we're gonna sign out Um. Now it, I'm gonna say this This is a disclaimer Now something really big happens In December I mean we might come back But for right now um, This is it Um. Thank y'all so much For listening to Fire Nights We appreciate you guys we did have a good 2019 here with you all. We appreciate it. Y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. And y'all get our happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, all that great stuff. And y'all enjoy y'all rest of 2019. We'll see y'all in oh, 2020. Yes. All right. All right. We out. All right. Three, two, one. Yo, what's up, everybody? Carlton with the Heat here. Fire and Ice represented. I'm here. Special guest. Um, you know you know him as Poot. From the wire. Also, if you guys are Saints and Sinners fans, this is Kendrick right here. We're yeah. here with Mr. Uh, Trey Chaney. How you doing, man? What's up, Carlton? What's going doing on, good, brother? brother? Thanks for having me. Thank man. you, bro. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Um, well, for those of y'all who uh, don't know, Trey is going to be the cover of the January 2020 issue of VPN Mag. <laughs> yeah. Really excited about that. Yeah. Um, we're going to learn more about him and his story. But for those of our Fire Nights listeners want to do a little snippet interview, give y'all a little something to make y'all want to get the magazine. Um, so, of course, Trey, we got to talk about The Wire. Yeah, The Wire is yeah. one of the most iconic shows on television. It has uh-huh. been on television. It's a part of the culture <laughs> and everything. Tell us, how did you get this part of Poop? Well, you know, I started in this business at the age of eight years old as a hip-hop dancer uh, along with being an artist okay. and um, at one of my shows I want to say it was in 2000 going on going into 2001 a woman by the name of Linda Townsend management had discovered me at this talent show that okay. I was doing in Washington DC because that's where I'm originally from mm. and uh, she said you know I don't specialize in booking dancers or rappers but I specialize in submitting actors for um, acting jobs okay and acting was always something that I've always wanted to do. Gotcha. You know, but um, I guess that was like the right time when I was approached, you know, for her to represent me as an actor. But it's funny because a lot of people don't know The Wire was my first time I had ever been auditioning for a role. Wow. It was the first job I had ever booked. Wow. So um, when she submitted me, you know, I went in there, I actually read for WeeBay. Okay. And, uh, you know, once I finished reading for WeeBay, I guess I was too short. They was like, we got this character for you <laughs> by the name of Malik Pukar. Okay. And um, as you can see, man, the rest is history. And you are talking five years. Right. And you told me you were supposed to be on one episode. I was only supposed to be on one episode. It premiered in 2002, mm. in June of 2002. And um, 
supposed to be only on one episode. As you can see, Poot ended up making it, man, all five seasons. Right, right. You know, and, and, and it's funny, man, because um, The Wire is such a historical, classic television show. And uh, just to be a part of history, mm. I think I can speak for any of the cast members. None of us knew that The Wire was going to be this big. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. That's good. Yeah. And then and with that type of show, because, again, you never know who's going to get killed off. Like, anybody can get killed off any second. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Str- most definitely. Stringer got killed off. Like, yeah. anybody, like... We had to kill off right. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, it was just a lot of things to hold. <laughs> like, to see your character, like I said, again, just on one episode in the yeah. last all the way five, it's it it crazy. Yeah, that's real, man. That's cool. All right, so let's go to the current. Let's, let's jump into Saints and Sinners. Yeah. Um, Great show, by the way. I'm Thank glad you. I finally got to watch it because, see, I don't... <laughs> And Augusta, uh, I have direct TV. I don't have Bounce. Okay. So I had to wait until it came on Hulu. Came, and I yeah. binge watched everything, and I was like, I was into it. Blown away. Great yeah. show, great show, Thank great you. acting. Everything yeah. was good. Great storylines. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Now, uh, Kendrick, um, how was it being a part of this show, like, just playing this character? Because this is way different yeah. from The Wire, obviously. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I got to shout out George Pierre Casting, man, for calling me, you know, back in 2015 to... Okay. To be a part of, you know, Bounce TV, Swirl Films, number one show, uh, Saints and Sinners. And, um, you know, when I was first, you know, going into this, because I didn't have to audition for this. You okay. know, George just called me because he was very familiar with my work. And when I was going into this, uh, I didn't know at first that Clifton Powell and Vanessa Bell Calloway were going to be playing my parents. Oh, okay. So it's, it's almost like when I got on set, they said, okay, this is who's playing your parents. And... um it's just been amazing, man, to work with, with legends. You know, as, as you know all about Kendrick, Kendrick's character is is more so broken. Right. He's trying to um, reconnect, rekindle with the family that right. left him abandoned, you know, as a child. And, um, you know, just to tap into that character, man, it's, it's been a blessing. They introduced me in the first season in mm. the finale, and then I end up becoming a regular, you know, from... Uh, season two through through four now, which we just wrapped, and and it's just been a great time. You know, relocating from Washington D.C., like I said, which is where I'm originally from, to Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. in, in 2017, it, it's been it's been a big deal. You know, so I'm just happy to be a part of the whole ensemble cast. That's what's up. Now, are, is there any word do we know about season? Is there be a season five yet, or? I can't say nothing can't yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get. By the this. time this come out, I'll be. I, we gonna we gonna reconnect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. do a video vlog right. for you first. Cool. Appreciate yeah, that. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. All right. So uh, tell us about your brand. You have a brand called Fear. Yeah. So tell us about that. Uh, Fear, man. Um, it, it basically stands for you know the F stands for faith, the E stands for energy, the A stands for action, and the R stands for repeat. Okay. And the whole Fear brand came along because I. I have a song out, and it's called Before I Jump on This Plane. Okay. But with the Fear brand, what I wanted to do was do the total opposite. I wanted to jump out of a plane for the video. Mm. And with me introducing Fear, it, it's almost like I'm, I'm trying to, you know, put a message out there to people to overcome fear. Gotcha. And, and it worked out. You know, I went to Skydive, Georgia, and, um, you know, like I said, the song is produced by my brother Nails Beats and co-written by one of my homeboys, Von Drake. And, um, you know, when we put this song together, I was just thinking, I said, man, the video has to be a statement type of video. So, like I said, with fear representing faith, energy, action and repeat, we as human beings, we have to always have faith in ourselves. Right. We have to always surround ourselves around positive 
energy and whatever it is that we want to do in life, we have to take action for it. Gotcha. And then the repeat comes in when you form the habit of living your life this way, you'll start to see different changes in your life. That's beautiful. So, you know, like I said, man, the brand, the fear, you know, I'm always rocking it, man. People been DMing me, inboxing me, because these are exclusive, you know. I got a website, tracecurriculum.com. Okay. But I've been, like, really, you know, getting these off to exclusive people. I definitely got to get you Yeah, one. please, please. You know what I'm saying? But um, fear is, is, is really, is something, you know, when you think about fear, you think about what holds people back mm. or people scared to jump right. know, for, and go for their dreams. Um, one example for me was when me and my wife, we moved from Washington, D.C., to Atlanta, Georgia, mm -hmm. almost three years ago, me, my wife, and my son. Mm -hmm. So everything that the, the whole fear brand represents is real personal to me. So that's why I wanted to introduce it by jumping out of a plane, mm -hmm. 15,000 feet in the air. How was that? Man, it was, it was an amazing experience. It was my first time ever doing it. And to be honest, I was not, you know, afraid at all. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, when I look at it now, it looks terrifying mm -hmm. when I look at it myself and other people see it. But like I said, in order to um, push the envelope on the art, you know, I just wanted to I wanted to brand, you know, what, what fear represents for me. And and from what I can see, it's been inspiring and motivating so many people across the world. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, um, I got you one more wire question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we in the edge of reboots, right? And I yeah. actually this already for the magazine, but I yeah. want to get official for Fire and Ice. Age of Reboots, would you like to see The Wire come back? Of course. Of course I would love to see The Wire come back. Do you think it could come back like, I, and be as classic as it was? Oh, yeah. I think it could, especially, you know, you, you got to understand David Simon, the creator, is a, is a genius, mm -hmm. you know, and um, all of the people that worked on the show, even behind the scenes, you know, we, we, we all could come together and really you know, break the internet in this day and age, man, and, and really give everybody some powerful, you know, some powerful storylines. And and I know the production to be on another level. Gotcha. But um, from what I'm hearing, man, I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see The Wire coming back no time soon. Gotcha. You know, it's a lot of other shows out here that, that, that try to compare themselves to The Wire, but man, it's only one wire. You know, <laughs> it, 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 you can't. You can't really compare to what we did mm. over 17 years ago because we were the wire was before its time. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. absolutely. All right, so if folks want to reach out to you uh, and you know get your brand, get your clothing yeah. line, everything. How can they do so? Um, just hit me up on Instagram. It's uh, Mr. Trey Chaney, M R T R A Y C H A N E Y, or on Twitter, of course, at Trey Chaney, T R A Y C H A N E Y. And then I'm all over Facebook. I go into Trey Poop Cheney okay. on Facebook. People can follow me on there. And definitely the website, TraceCurriculum.com. Make sure y'all hit that up, too. Okay. And I, there's a rumor that I got a message saying that you want to be on some web series. I understand. I got a message saying that why is it Trey on the Victor Productions <laughs> web series? Yeah, yeah I said I, I asked that, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to get on. One of your shows, man, hey, and we get it popping. We definitely gonna make that happen. Yeah, we're sure. making it happen. Definitely yeah, most definitely. Sure. All right, thank you so much, sir. Hey, man, thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank y'all so much. All right, y'all, we're gonna throw it back to uh, Maine in the studio. Thank y'all for listening. Trey Cheney here. Y'all yeah. support this guy, um, and y'all be blessed. All right, peace. All right, cool. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. I my phone. Yeah. Alright, we back. Fine and nice. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Thought it was dope. We did a great job, Carlton. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, man, it, like I said, it was, it was a great experience. 
Um, thank you again to uh, Trey for taking the time out to speak to us. Word, again. Word. Thank you again for doing the feature on um, VPN Mag. Um, I'm really excited. You guys are basically what y'all got here on Fire Nights. You'll get more um, in your reading version. You'll have to read it on VPN Mag. So definitely it's coming out in January. I'm really excited. Um, so you guys get to know more about him and his journey and the different things that he's working on. Um, again, not only that, um, we got the uh, boss moves for January. Is we're featuring um, Mr. Tyrone and Judy Butler of the Augusta Mini Theater here in Augusta. A um, lot of history. Um, I didn't know that they were the first uh, art school in Augusta. Like I know the they first did. like fine arts school. I didn't. I did not know that. Um, they don't get the recognition that they deserve. Um, so. You'll get to hear more about this story also in the, in the VPMA issue. Um, just a lot of stuff, a lot of great things to do, a lot of initiatives that they are trying to push forward um, in the next coming year. So it's going to be dope. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about all the great things that's happening, um, you know, as we're ending 2019 and getting ready to go into 2020. Well, I mean, I, I normally, like I said, you know, when we, t- we have a podcast where, you know, we, we, we take a break, we come back top of the year. I think December, I, me, I always think December and at the holidays is kind of like a time for family anyway because you got Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and then you got Christmas so it's like so much going on in between that time. I I applaud anybody that can do, that that does media still around that time because it's so, it's, it's so much of a family time. Yeah. And if you're doing your own thing, it's hard to really, like, not not even so much gay, but hard to really balance everything. And um, I agree. With us, it's it's good to almost like anything. Like when you stop doing something, you miss it. So it's good to just take a step back. So when you hit hit it top of the year, and you can hit it better. You know, you you start out from you know something new, and you've been missing doing a podcast. So I always stop everything. Now I will record probably, but just to set up for the next year. It's nothing. Mm. It's all preordained at that point. You know. Mm. Um. So speaking of like just thing we did this year. I know last year we talked. We, we, last year we did it after we had like a conversation, pretty much more about like whether it was stuffing or dressing. I don't think it was something like that. I don't, I don't really care about that this year. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just want to eat at this point. I'm not gonna lie. This year I just want to eat. I don't we, care. We what, whatever you call it, just make sure the food is good. We definitely. Um, me and my family, we were at church this morning. I want to make sure. I was like, so because my um my grandmother's been in the hospital, and um she's doing better now. So she just got released. She's been home. But it's just um we're trying to figure out who cooking. And I'm just like, all right, what's what's the deal? So, but my aunt says she's still gonna take care of it. So it's my dad's sister. So I'm really excited um, about that. Yeah, I, I just, I'm just ready to eat, man. Yeah, me too. I'm 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 hungry. I got a pie coming tomorrow. So that's oh, dope. for real, what kind? Sweet potato. I'm not. Don't, I love sweet potato pie. But I, mean, I haven't had one in a long time. Like this person that usually make them for me, like she was sick. Like, she's uh, an old lady. You. She was sick. She called me. She said, "Hey, are you gonna work on Monday?" I said, "Yeah, bring it Monday. Monday's a good day to bring it." That's beautiful. I yeah. wish I need I need a sweet potato pie in my life. I had a sweet potato cheesecake, which was the bomb. Um, but I want like a regular sweet potato pie. I miss those. Um, and then I, I and I, I like I like sweet potato. I like yams. I, I like that. Like I, that's my, my favorite side dish. So like mm. the pies, I'm gonna eat it all Monday. I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah, 100% the whole sure. thing Monday. I'm pretty sure I am. I haven't had I haven't had one in a long time. Yikes. A long time. <laughs> um, I got my, my well, I got like my Thanksgiving horror story. Like I one one Thanksgiving I ate like four pies in one day. Didn't really think it through. I was young. I was like maybe 17, mm-hmm. 16. And um, didn't think it through. And I kept wondering why I was just bathing the way I was for the next couple of days. And that's because I had only had pie in my system. I wouldn't eat no chicken, st- dressing stuff, and whatever you call it, none of that. Just strictly pie. So, you know, it goes in how it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, whoa, 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 I ain't doing that again. That, 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 that had to feel funny. That just felt weird. 
But uh, I learned my lesson after that. But I loved this so much. And at the time, you know, the thing about Thanksgiving, and I maybe now it's different, but like at the time, only they only made certain things around a certain time. So mm-hmm. if you made a pie, you, I didn't get it. Maybe you get a Christmas Thanksgiving. I didn't get it in like Memorial Day when they cook out or Fourth of July. It, it's all it's hot dogs and chicken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And grilled stuff. So I didn't always get it. So every time I got it, I loved it so much. I'm like, yo, when I get, it, I gotta eat a lot of it. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> That's very dumb. I should have asked during the year, like, hey, can somebody make a sweet potato pie? And it would happen. So, gotcha. Yeah, Alex, I, it's been a minute. Um, I think the last time I had sweet potato pie, uh, my great aunt made it. Maybe last year or two years ago. I don't know. It's been a minute. But I did want some sweet potato pie though. I mean, I had good. a piece when I went to Alabama, but. That piece was good. I had to split it with my brother, so it was kind of like, ah, you know, didn't want to do that. That's <laughs> my brother, though. Um, but so I, to, to to get back on the, on the path, what I was talking about though is normally, you know, we stop for the year. So let me ask you this: like, let's talk. Let's talk five nights for a little bit. Um, what would you say? Cause I seen you posted something the other day, and I, I I don't. I'm not gonna say I agree, but I, I thought it was dope. But I'm, I'm curious what you think. Uh, what was our what was your favorite? I'm not gonna say best. What was your favorite episode we did this year? Because best is kind of hard. It's all it's all debatable. But your favorite, we can't debate that. It's just like what you. Feel. Oh, I'm trying to figure out what are you talking about. What did I, I mean, post? This is my like being our best one of our oh. best podcast. And I did think our chemistry and how we talked was we we laughed and joked so much. But like I like so like this. I guess to me like the, our best ones is when we joke a lot for one. Or when we debate back and forth a lot, like 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 you know how sometimes we go on different topics. I keep bringing it back up, or you keep bringing it back up. We keep we keep trying to like. You know, it's me most time, but yeah, it is. I'm trying to like each time, like what you said is like 10 minutes ago. Like, it's two hours now, but here we are, an hour and 30 minutes, and I'm still trying to make a point from uh, from an hour ago. I think that's our best podcast because I really be digging deep trying to find something while you're talking. Like, because like, you're a troll. Yeah, for real. You I, are, I really, you're yeah. a real I troll. But I love those. Like, that, that, that to me, I feel good leaving. Like, ah, yes, okay, cool. I finally got into a minute half of what I was trying to say. You're so aggravating. And then um, we both stubborn, so we're not gonna admit it, even if sometimes. Yeah, so. I'm definitely not. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be right regardless. Um, my my, you said not, don't say favorite. Just, no, what's your, what was your favorite episode we did this year? Oh, um, twenty twenty. I mean, I'm sorry, nineteen. Nineteen was my favorite. Um, honestly, my favorite episode. Oh, I got so many. Um, I'm just gonna name the ones I liked. Um, I liked the episode with me with Slim. Um, cause that was actually my first time meeting him. Oh, that's dope. Um, so, um, and you kind of told me a little bit about him before, and so I kind of had my guard up a little bit. I was like, uh, okay, no, yeah, slim my guard. Um, and, but when I met him, it was like, okay, cool. He's he's, he's cool people. Um, cause you know, honestly, what I had in my head was that dude that you had brought on from Twitter. <laughs> Chill out, man. And so that's how I pictured Slim was gonna be, and I was like, oh, now one hundred percent, Slim is definitely like that. But he's more like he's more seasoned. Like he know how to, he know how to, he know how to, he know how to work the room, be in a crowd. Yeah, like, he's not. He's he's definitely not that guy. That he's definitely not. That you follow guy. him on Twitter, huh? You follow someone? I Twitter? do follow someone on Twitter. He's mm-hmm. not that Twitter guy. No, he's definitely yeah. not. He's not the same. He's not the same. He's not, he not as bad as him. Nah, that Twitter guy's horrible. But he, he didn't. I would. I would say that was the worst. That was one of the worst episodes. See, you know what? It was funny to me because like, I think he, he pissed you off. So it was, he did. It was funny Absolutely. To see and then the fact that he messaged you saying, I don't think your guy likes me. Yeah. yeah that I'm, was funny. I'm, yeah. Glad you, I'm glad you picked that up. Um, well, let me stop. I don't know him like that. He, um, he, hit me up, he hit me up about starting a podcast one time. And I told him, um, just you know, be how you are on Twitter. You should be good to go. And <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I don't think he started it. <laughs> um, so that, that was a good one. Um, I liked the episode when Trevor was late. Me and Trevor. I liked that episode too. Cause y'all was going back and forth. That was hilarious. You know what? Dang, I didn't think about that. That was a good episode. Yo, 
Yeah, you know, it was good, but it was dope because man, organic because. We we didn't stop waiting for him. We wasn't stopping. We yeah. was like, yo, you gonna get when you get here. When he got there, like he just really took the show, <laughs> and we had went live and everything. Uh, and that live did a lot of numbers. Yeah, that, that live did not. People like still to this day will comment on there and like message. I might, I might, I might share it today. Matter of fact, people still talk about it. Like, and then y'all really chose day twenty six. It was just baffled me. Like I was before. They're amazing. Um, let's see. Uh, what other episode I liked? Um. I love the episode with me, you, and AJ. When AJ was a guest. Of course, I know you love that one. I just, I like AJ. Yeah, but that was a good Shout episode. Shout out to her. That was a good episode. Um, I talked to her today. Well, not talked to her. We, you know, was back and forth emailing. You told, you told her, I said, what's I up? I didn't tell you any. I didn't tell no. What's happening? You're, you're a wild wingman, man. What's happening? You're, you're a wild Well, first, I'm not your wingman. Let's be wow, clear. Wow. Let's yo. be clear on that one. It'd be young people, bro. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Okay, but ultimately, my favorite episode of Fine Ice definitely had to be the episode with Darius McCrary. Mm. My favorite episode because I feel like that was we we always had like I said we always had great interviews. I think when we talk to people, uh, whether it's in the studio or they call the phone, we just have we have I think we have great interviews. Um, you're very well prepared all the time, and um, I kind of like I said again, I kind of feed off the vibe and kind of like all right, cool, I know what to ask this, 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 whatever. So I think we have a good uh, chemistry when it comes to asking questions to guests, but with Darius in particular, I think because the way he opened up. Yeah, for real. Um, I think that was that's why that was my favorite because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Um, we kind I kind of came in knowing what I was gonna ask, and then he kind of when he kind of went another way, which was dope. It allowed me to all right, cool. Let me let me go this way with him or whatever. So I, I love him when guests, and that's what that's the important thing about when you interview people. You have to you you have your questions, be prepared, but at the same time, be fluid enough. To follow the guest. A backstory to that is though, if you remember, we had, and I'm not trying to put anybody out there, but if you remember, we uh, had to hit his assistant, and it almost seemed like they forgot a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, it seemed that way. So when he actually called and got a number and everything, like it was dope how he he just opened up. Like I was thinking, like he like, oh here we go again. Yeah, 15 minutes. I'm thinking that because of how the vibe was when mm-hmm. we reached out. You know, what I'm saying here was this time. Like, hey, time is up. What's going on? Y'all gonna call? Yeah. And then for him to just talk, f he talked to us as if he knew us. Like he was just fluent. Like he was one. Like we was one of the homies. Homies. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was dope. You, I, 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 I can see that. Shout out to the shout out to the Sherry. That um, that's his public is uh, public relations person. She's the one that um helped me get that. So we, me and her, we've um we've been working together for the last few years. She she uh got some of her client her former clients on my when I was doing the YouTube series. And um, yeah, she's 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 trying to get some more people on fire night, so that'd be dope. Um, so yeah, but shout out to her. But yeah, that's my that's my that's my favorite one. What about you? I or what's so some of your I, favorite ones? Well, I, I'm trying. I was trying to think. I was just thinking of a favorite one. But now that you said that, I did like the Trevor one. I'm not gonna lie, the Trevor one was really dope. Um, and I have to actually remember that some we've been doing it for a couple of years now, so I have to think of really just this year. You know what I'm mm. saying? Um, one that I did like a lot, and I. I felt like I learned a lot. It's not my favorite one of all time, but it was. I thought it was a good one. Was it was a guy you had on? He's a photographer, Christopher. Chris, yes, yeah. I like that one. I like what we talked about in that one. Um, but my to, to, my favorite one of all this shit, like just my favorite, Mister Vaha was. Maybe I was so um into that one because, like I said, I'm not one of them, these new people or just like going with the wave. But it was it was me, you, and Sal, and we talked about Nipsey. His, his mm-hmm. death and stuff like that because Sal we didn't have Sal the guest she happened to be there when you when I came to the, to, the, to, to the house yeah. and we started recording and we we, we actually just told her to get on we like no you, you're, you're gonna be on and she's like no I gotta go we're like no you're, you're gonna be on <laughs> and she stayed and she was on and 
I thought it was just dope because she flowed so well. Like, even if it was just me and you, I think it would have been dope and wrong. But she added something that we we couldn't have had without yeah. her. And then she knew music. Having that, uh, I, I, I'm going to say female. Female perspective. I, it's hard to say woman or female. I don't know. No, it's, 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 you're right. It's female. female okay. okay, let me hold on. Let's is just, it woman? No, it's female. Okay. Because okay. when you female is an adjective, so you describe it. So you're saying perspective is the noun, so female okay. perspective. That's correct. Okay, got you. A female's perspective. There you go. Um, of a situation like that and just... Um, basically, her being spoken word and just having just bringing that tone to the actual podcast where it's serious and it's knowledgeable, and like I said, it was something that I I've been a Nipsey fan for. I was on record, you know, for a minute, and I was able to talk about that, and then just even telling y'all things, and then hearing you talk about it, and like you that's you wasn't you wasn't a, you wasn't crazy about him. You didn't you never dissed him. You just wasn't crazy about him. But to hear you talk about it, like it really showed that it's, you know, somebody don't have to have the, like the greatest music to somebody for somebody to feel. They're deaf You know what I'm saying mm. Like I feel like you felt it Just like anybody else felt it You yeah. talk about it Just like anybody else Talked about it So I thought that was dope Because you could've Either been like Look I don't care about him You know what I'm saying Like you could've Either been like that Or mm. there's plenty of people That's like that Um, Just to real quick I'm gonna touch on that People be bringing that up now Like Oh cause, because he getting A Grammy nomination This might talk about it This week I promise you And he's telling me how He wouldn't have got it If he would've If he would've Never died da, 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 da. And I just think like I have I have already said here album of the year. I, I I didn't doubt the music. I knew the music was dope. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I would listen to it. It just it's crazy to me that people that really I think being in the media now, like it it it, pro, it showed me especially this year. It kind of showed me like how much our words mean to people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think about it. You have lost uh, people that you I would say called friends at one point right. over words you might have said on this particular platform. Absolutely. So in media, I think I, and I'm going to get to learn this year too. But I think in media, it's like Sometimes I don't know if we even know how heavy our words are. Mm. Even to my situation, like we might talk nonchalantly. You know how we are. We're not gonna say what it is, but we talk about it around it. Yeah. And I think people listen to it and be like, "Well, well damn, that's how you feel." You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that we we realize sometimes when we talking how heavy the words are. Right. And when he told me that, I was like, "Yeah, you ignorant." You know what I'm saying? Like you don't really know because I know you don't listen to music, so you think because he died, he got this. And where you right far like the people knowing about him, but mm. the music was the music before he died. You know what I'm saying? Just like Tupac, Biggie. Their music was their music before they died. It's just that people, when they find out they die, you get intrigued. You get curious of like why people care about their death mm-hmm. because some people saw the vision before you saw it. So we're just and it just like that to me that that was my favorite episode. But hearing that it threw me off. I'm like, wow, people think like that for real. Like you didn't you didn't go back and listen to the music. You must wasn't curious. You just kind of going off. I guess being upset because he's getting a lot of attention. But the reason why I got attention because like I said, music was 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 how it is. Very potent. It's very. It's meaningful But so. on the Just on a side note though That it However I mean I agree with you I mean Like I said I've never I, I can't sit down Like I went back And listened to his albums I didn't um, but, but you're not saying The music wacky either. No 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 you I'm not gonna saying? say it's whack No what I heard On the stock, the songs he put on the radio I'm like okay That was dope um, But what I will say is Unfortunately though Death Does bring um, More value to people Unfortunately um, it, For instance Let's talk about Michael Jackson real quick. The when, King. My, when Michael Jackson was going through all that legal stuff, right? Uh, majority of like, the, especially like the, a lot of the like black outlets or whatever, you wasn't seeing a lot of Michael Jackson stuff. And so when he passed away, all of a sudden, BT showing you know all his stuff on on on, on all the net on his on the stations and everything, all the radio stations in Augusta was playing Michael Jackson all day. And again, it's like unfortunately sometimes. We don't value people until they're gone. Right, right. Um, and I think for me, the sad thing about the whole Nipsey Hustle thing for me is I feel like 
he understood the work, great work he was doing, not just um, musically, but just what he was contributing to to the world. Um, but I just think it's sad that people are honoring him, actually taking notice of him, honoring him now. But he can't really enjoy it because he's not here. And I think that's, yeah. I think that's that for me, that's the sad part. And just thinking about it, just either other people, um, even just with because you know we talked about Christoph St. John here, and I was you know that was that was the impact that impact to me because I'm a I watch Young and the Restless, so I've been watching that since I was a kid. So when he passed, just seeing now the recognition that people are understanding how brilliant of an actor that he was, it's yeah. like well he can't enjoy that now because he's not here. So it's like it's just one of those things that makes you think. Yeah, the the music is great, um, or their performances have always been great. We've always seen it, but it's just like the world is finally starting to see it. But unfortunately, you know, it's because the person dies that makes it. And like you said, when somebody dies, it makes you curious. Because if you think about it, when someone like again, when Michael Jackson died, with Nipsey, um, just any Whitney Houston, when they when Prince, when they died. You notice all this stuff went up, like the streams. Well, the, the I always sales, say all this it's, stuff. it's money and death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. When you art like that, um, if you think about anything, like even the Nipsey stuff, like somebody somewhere is some kind of revenue being brought back by using his name a lot. Because you know, when you say, "Oh, you can have a, a book called Nipsey's Last Words," it's gonna go crazy now because people want to know, like, what what was he thinking? Like, what was his last moments? For some reason, America, like, I don't know why we got this thing, but we like to we like to. Um, I don't know. We, we, we fascinated with death. Glorified People, death. Yeah, we, we like. Yeah, like it's like it's a big thing. So we want to know what was the, your last days like. What was your last minutes like? What was your last breath like? You know what I'm saying? Like you want to know all that stuff. And um, that's just. I mean, that's just the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? Like Michael Jackson's death is is big, but we also hear about his last day. His last, like what happened. You know where they found him at. Why, why this happened? When Houston, where they found that? Why that happened? So there's a lot into that. Um, but I think honestly. To um to dig into the, the my next thing was about what we learned this year. I think the one thing I learned though is I think sometimes it's one of the things you got to go through to learn it. But like you talking about death, I think I take death death and absence in the same breath. And sometimes you know how you say like, well, they they they, they go listen to music or whatever it can be or like go start giving people flowers or care about the person because they died. So it's that absence, knowing that it's no longer there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's the same thing in life. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a, a relationship or something like that. Not so much boyfriend, girlfriend, just any relationship, whether it's your mom, your somebody, like sometimes sometimes you, you don't cherish things and mm-hmm. then when it's gone, you cherish it. You know what I'm saying? And not and when I say gone, you could say something died, relationship died, you know what I'm saying? The communication yeah. died. Not that person, but that bond, something dies, you know what I'm saying? And I think that um in a lot of cases, you gotta really it has to die for in order for you to appreciate it and that, and that sucks. But that's what I wanna say. It's, it's appreciation and death a lot of times. Because that's the only time you appreciate something sometimes when it dies. You know what I'm saying? Like, some things you're never going to appreciate in this current moment until you... I would hope that maybe after a while, you know what I'm saying, you learn to start taking relationships or anything that you have that you hold dear to yourself, um, not for granted, you know what I'm saying? And, like, treat each one as if it can be taken away any day. Mm-hmm. I think this year I kind of learned that a lot. Like, okay, well, even if it's just something that like I may miss or that I know somebody's gonna miss about the relationship we had. It's just the fact that people don't really appreciate a lot of things until it's gone. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Um that's I think that's just a human nature. I don't think it's America. I don't think it's just black people. I don't think it's why I think it's just human nature. You know what I'm saying? Somebody right now that's mad and beefing with their mom because their mom told them take the trash out and didn't tell this person to take the trash out. And now they beefing with their mom arguing. But if she was to pass away, 
it wouldn't be important. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we don't think like that. I mean, you can't. It's, as a human, you're not going to think like that. You're not going to think, okay, what's the bigger picture here? Because if you do that every time, you never, you never be mad. I mean, yeah. it, it sounds smart. Yeah. But how many times you got upset? You ever did dishes before somebody threw a dish in? Like, it, it, to me, it upsets me. When, somebody, mm-hmm. when I'm doing dishes when I was younger and somebody would throw a dish in, like, and I'm almost done, I would get furious in my mind. Not to them, but in my mind, I would get furious. It's not that serious though You know what I'm saying Like it's really not But it's human nature To get mad yeah. You know what I'm saying So But I think I learned that This year This is what Things that happen That Even if you Psyching yourself To feel like A relationship Or a bond Or whatever it can be Is not important And it may not be At the time Because you don't think It's going nowhere mm-hmm. You realize how important It is when it goes somewhere Or when it's not there no more You know what I'm saying Or when you can't when You can't really get That bond back Even though you try Or that person try Whatever and I feel like Even though you don't Want to spill milk And I may not be super mad about it or whatever it can be. The fact of the matter is, the reality of it is, you, you don't you only think about it because it's gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's been anything. I mean, I mean, you you know more than you you probably not more than me, but you know that a lot because you have relationships that probably has deteriorated. But whereas you may not be like, I'm dying to get this friend back or I'm dying to get that back. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know on both sides, there's probably things that okay. But that that was my person for that, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's so much thing when you talk about men, you talk about pride, you talk about all that stuff. It's like it's in a way. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm a prideful person. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna work towards that, like in life, trying to get that out of, get that the way. But it's not happening today. I know that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and I will say this in my in my defense, like I feel like with years like this or situation like this, it make you be a better person. So like whoever meets you in the future, you have a. So, and that's why I always say that like, you can't let one person judge you or two people judge you. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, like, say, let me judge you for example because you're in front of me. Like, you today is not you five years, I would, hope, I would hope, obviously, but not you five years ago. So, five years ago, somebody could have said, nah, Carlton's this, Carlton's that, Carlton's that. Right. But what if you learn from them situations, whatever? And Absolutely. You could, but maybe you didn't apologize, maybe you didn't see it, maybe you just kind of went on with life, but you you seen your mistakes, you, you know, you hold yourself accountable for certain things on your own and you move forward. Person that meets you seven, eight years from now, you get a whole different coffin and like not saying that somebody should wait that long for you to be a person, but you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, oh, I'm good now. Trust me. This this version of me is, is amazing. You know what right. I'm saying? Like <laughs> so I'm okay with that. You know, I, I think and it's and it goes for everybody, not just me or not just you, even the other person in the other side relationship. Or whether it's p- persons, whatever the case may be. Right. Everybody can get better. So I feel like that. And I feel like sometimes you, you meet people or relationships where you might not be ready for like you might have a, it could be a guy. I could be a guy. I might not be ready for that person's friendship yet. Mm. I haven't I haven't been enough been through enough in life. You know what I'm saying? But that person may be ready for his type of friendship. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I think I learned that a lot. Like I don't really base um, friendships or any kind of interactions I have now based off me versus the person. Mm. I just feel like okay, that person might have been through enough to act that way. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, he's that's fine. It's like me. I, whether I'm mature, more mature than a person or not. I feel like I done been through X, Y, Z. That's why I'm this way. So I have to understand that that person may not have been through that, so they may not be that way. And I can't force them to be that way. Mm-hmm. They got to learn their own. But, you know, that's another conversation. But I just one thing I learned this year, like even looking at people, I, I approach it all different. I ain't get mad at nobody in a long time. I've been positive for like two, three months. I don't be throwing nothing, no shots, and I just be chilling. For real, I used to do that, but like now I feel like what's the point? Like I honestly, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather just not say nothing now. Mm-hmm. You know, we run into each other, cool. But I rather, I rather not. I used to think like saying little things. You know, get up your chest is always cool. Writing mm-hmm. it down, which is why Twitter is a good place because like nobody really on there that that really mean mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's like a good way to get your thoughts off. You can delete them if you want to. You can have people that might have have similar thoughts to you that live somewhere else in the country. You know what I'm saying? I think that's dope. But 
I think I learned that this year, like, just, it's no point in, just don't get into it. Now, every now and then I might, you know, jump and dip a dabble in a little drama, mm-hmm. but nothing crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, and I, me, me and my sister had this conversation. For me, um, I said my 2019 sucked. Um, it was terrible. Yeah, 2019 was horrible. Um, but definitely not didn't go the way I thought it was. I it mean, definitely, I was, it definitely step back here. Yeah, I had. I mean, I, we had, I had some good moments, mm. no, no doubt. But I'm just saying, I'm grateful to be alive, obviously. But I'm just like, just far just as a whole, this just wasn't a good year. Um, and you're right. I, what happened for me? A lot of it was more bad as far as a more bad. It was it was worse as far as like a, uh, on a personal. Situation. Like you said, I've lost a lot. I have lost, I won't say friendships. I'm going to, because I learned something from you about me. Cause you, you read me one day and you were saying uh, how, um, I, I put too much value, not too much value, but what I do, I treat everybody like family that you work with, that I work yeah. with. And, um, it, it is here, and I had to kind of go back and think about my life and just kind of my childhood or whatever. And this is, and this is not um, nothing against my mom or anything, but I know my mom used to say, um, my mom used to say I made friends wherever I went, and it's not a negative thing. I mean, it's a good thing, but that kind of stuck with me into adulthood. So in my mind, psych- uh, psychologically, I think for me, I'm always, I'm saying I always got to make a friend. Or like I always have to, I have to make sure everybody likes me, and even I'm, even though I make this, I have this exterior like I don't care, I don't care. Internally, I'm like I do care. I actually want people to like me. I want people to be my friend. And this year, I had to like come to that realization that you know that's not real life. Um, and you know at at the end of the day, I have to take accountability for the things that I've done. Um, but at the same time, I can't. Put everything on me, because what I do a lot of times is I'll put the reason why something ended. I'm like, oh well, you know, I'll somebody else. I'll take on, yeah. I mean, I'll say, I'll just take, I'll take everything. I just like, yeah, does you know, whatever. Um, so I think the biggest lesson for me, um, this year, I learned was that I have to really one, definitely separate business from personal, um. I have to understand um, that everybody cannot be in your inner circle. Everybody's not meant to be in your inner circle, and you have to learn how. To, and then my cousin Neil, he get he came, um, said something to me too. I want to try to listen at the time, but I um, definitely learned the importance of treasuring people who actually support you and not focusing on the people that don't. Because yeah. that's a big thing for me. I'm always. Um, you know, you get that, you get like 50 positive, you get that one negative thing. It's like you focus on that negative thing. And it's just like, you know, and, and a lot of times yeah, he told me, he said, it's very detrimental. Yeah. He said, cause you know, that kind of shows disrespect to people that do to support you. Like you kind of like this and us. And it's like, and, and uh, that's unknowingly, you know what I'm saying? So I, I had to take a little step back and I was like, yeah, you ever think right. about your energy though? Like think about, think about, I would think about it like this. The minute you do that, I don't look at it as. You, um, not you, but I don't look at it as somebody uh, taking time out to diss that one person or address that one person. To me, I look at it like somebody taking time out to slap the other 49. That, mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, you, know how many, you know how much energy to slapping 49 people? Yeah. 
But you looking at like you you looking at it like you talking about to one person, but you really slept before you nine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's a good way to look at it. So it's like I look at it like them, like you know, you don't matter. Cool, right? Because I don't think I know it's, it sounds cliche, but people that matter, that, that's that's all that matters. That's true. You know, I think for me, and we was talking, you was talking about posting stuff. I've got, I will say this, I'm proud of myself. I got a lot better with posting this year. But you said something that makes sense. You say you want anybody to like you, and I think that's why you sometimes you you drift off to that one comment because you want. 50 out of 50. You don't want 49 mm. out of 50. I'm, I've always been a 100 person. I've always been, it, it, it's always been, I got to make 100. And I know we don't always uh, uh, um, go straight to like the, the Zodiac sound, but honestly, that's a thing with like Libras anyway. Like we want to be liked by every single person. Mm. And honestly, we feel like, why Why wouldn't you like me? That's how we feel. Like, um, it's me. Like, what's, what's going on? So honestly, when somebody likes you, you already think like, okay, there's something wrong with you. So you start, you start breaking them down, seeing what's wrong with them. I stopped doing that because I feel like, if you, I mean, you know how I am. I, I'm gonna do it, but like, if you really do it and take the time, you might hurt somebody doing that. Just and it's like, why would you hurt somebody just because they don't like something? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because they may like the next thing. You don't know. But it's like, you go there, be you know, you cut, words cut, words cut, really deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, Absolutely. Um, um, but I, back to the thing you were saying, I, I want. I'm grateful for my sister. I'm grateful for Sai because this year I practice something. This is something me and Sai we do. It's called soundboard, and basically. What we what I what we do is we'll write a status that we want to post, but we'll just text to each other. That's the best bait. Group chat. Group chat is group chat is amazing, man. So we'll text it to each other. It'll be like we'll like soundboard <laughs> and we'll we'll do it. Because that it gets it off your chest, but at the same time you're not necessarily posting it so that you're not way where you're causing um any ruckus. I say too, like know your I would say know your know like the people you communicate with, I ain't gonna say friend, I'm just say know your communicators. Who you communicate with? Because everything after everybody. So like even at work, right? We work a lot of people that maybe to me just don't have it all. Like mm-hmm. how'd you work here? How'd you how'd you pass the inspection to get here? Or interview, whatever you want to call it. So with certain managers that I'll talk to, like we have a group chat, me and this person might have uh, uh, three, three people. Then maybe two other managers I might have something different with. Maybe up man, I have some different. You know, it's not not everything's not for everybody. Cause we mm-hmm. got one thread of all of us, but that's all business. Nobody talking no personal stuff and no jokes. Cause you don't know who knows who. Everything after everybody. You know what I'm saying? So like, how you got that group chat with you know Sa and and your sister? You know what I'm saying? Like, you might have to have another one with somebody somebody else too. You know what I'm saying? Just for that, I always say you know I don't make all my friends be friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm friends with certain people mm, differently. That's, that's a good point. And I, I like to keep it that way because I don't want all of us. To me, I, I've seen how, I've seen how that play out. I don't like the way that play out sometimes. Cause then somebody start beefing. You know how that go. Yeah. You gotta pick. Now I want to be able to be like, oh, you don't talk. Y'all don't talk. Cool. Cause I'm y'all not. We not a circle anyway. You know what right, I'm saying? So right, I'm cool with right, both of y'all. Right. So I like I like it like that. But um, to bring it, I I I, I mean, when you say I'm thankful. I'm I'm thankful for being able to like. Know where I messed up at, like you know, what I'm saying, know what I did wrong. Like, I feel like a lot of situations, and just be, I, I like to think a lot, and I drive, and I like to think. So I'm thankful for like just using that that part of my mind, like, and not putting everything on other people. Because for I had situations this year where I was like, I was blaming a particular person or that person, you know, what I'm saying, blaming that for this. And it's like when you think back and you take a step back, like I said, this is a step back year. I think 2019, and I think that's why me and you're not able to quote unquote enjoy. Cause I was there, I think our brands got bigger this year, like. But you really can't see it because it's so much personal stuff you're dealing with. Yeah. Like, honestly, it'd be so hard. I'd be getting all these messages. I'm going to get in a pocket. I'm going to get in a pocket. How much you got? How much you charge? How much you charge? charge? And it's like all business. And I could make a lot of money, but like a lot of times I could have to like turn down because I'm like, I got too much going on right now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that, I'm going to get back to what I was saying, but that also it like lets me understand like people in the music industry when they be going through stuff and you know how they stop doing music or whatever. Like, you be like, why they stop? They they killing. Like, 
people have real stuff going on sometimes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You really can't even, we can't even like enjoy the progression of VPN or progression of more than massive because you got so much personal stuff going on. You don't even see it. It's in front of your face, but you don't even see it. You know what I'm saying? But right. I'm thankful for like, I'm going to just say the mirror, like looking in the mirror and being able to be like, all right, man up. You, this is you. You know what I'm saying? Don't blame that person. Because mm. you, you blame that person and then what? That person don't want It's like It's not my fault Now you're going back and forth You know what I'm saying Or if you blaming people Or this person I just take the blame Like you like you said I know you said You can't put it all on you I did the opposite I just put it all on me And I'm like Alright cool It's my fault And I ain't talking about it no more and, and since I did that I probably like It all has been It has been the best But it's been Easier to deal with Knowing that I'm not blaming Person A B or C I'm only blaming I ain't saying D is no pun intended, but Jermaine. I'm only blaming Jermaine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, if I hadn't did this, this wouldn't happen. If I didn't do that, that wouldn't happen. So I want, like I said, just going back to that. Like I said, I think self accountability is good, but I don't think I don't think it's healthy that you take all 100 percent because a lot of times it's not 100 percent you. Like for me, I'm I'm like taking everything, and it's like that burden is like super heavy. So for me, I don't have a problem with taking accountability for the stuff I've done, and even this year, um. Just in the loss of a couple of, of relationships, um, you know, I've before the relationship ended, I've of course apologized and said my part, and you know, just kind of own my whole situation. But at the same time, um, I'm not going. I'm I refuse to um, allow to allow that person to make me feel lower than what I really need to be. Mm. So for me, I, I you know, it's it's all about. For honestly, I'm grateful. I'm honestly grateful for a lot of the um, the failed relationships, to be honest. And I know that sounds crazy. Make you a better person. I'm um, telling you. I, that, but for me, just in particular, um, it helps push you forward. Um, as far as just the things that you that you have to do. Um, like I said, in one particular situation, um, I'm just going to put out there even with the magazine, for instance. Like you said, that partnership ended. Um. But that pushed me even to, all right, how can I evolve it? Um, how can, first of all, how can I make, make manage it? Because a lot of stuff that I, there was a lot of stuff I, was, I wasn't doing as far as the production value of it. Um, but I had to take all that on, on my own. Mm-hmm. And so that actually just pushed me into wanting to make the magazine even greater. Um, to know, to want to actually put, you know, more quality content in there. And, 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 and actually try to make the, you know, look. I mean, it looked great before, but I feel like it is, it's, the look has evolved now. And I think we're getting to a point now where, all right, cool, we can start doing more stuff. I mean, this is, it's just instant right now. Like I said, with the whole trade um, training interview like that, I feel like it happened at the right time. And right, I think right. it's getting to the point now with the magazine. All right, cool, I can start making these um, different moves or whatever. So I'm honestly, I'm grateful for a lot of the failed situations because again it pushes you to, to be great and to want to be greater and do greater I think to add to I'm going to add this to a list of things too like you know how you said you want everybody like like us or like you or whatever it can be I also feel like it's this want and I know for me I, know, I can't I'm not going to speak for you but you can tell me if you agree sometimes I do want to prove people wrong I like not a particular person I say people I'm talking about anybody that I feel like has any kind of little doubt I'm not saying that they, they, they're never going to be right Mm. Like they say, oh man, you can't sing. You probably right. I can't sing. I'm not gonna try to prove wrong there. But if that's something I think I can do, and I say prove people wrong, I just and I guess it's wrong because I, I I'll give myself these imaginary doubters, but they probably don't doubt. But to me, I feel like they do. Just below things they might say, mm. like prove them wrong. If I, I feel like you feel like you think I can't do this, I remember like even this year, I think I did. Um, 
what I did, who I did. Uh, I think I did a politician earlier this year, top of the year, something like that. And then people was like, you know, I think Ken was saying, they like, oh, be careful, be careful. And to me, I wanted to prove him wrong. Like, I can, I can do this, you know what I'm saying? But I also understood what he meant after I did it, you know what I'm saying? But the need to prove, some, like, just to want to prove, like, I can do this. And I think with the magazine, I think, to me, the reason why it's even growing still because you had this mindset, like, okay, I'm going to take it all on, but also... I'm going to show everybody that I can do this and I can do this. You know what I'm saying? And not not one person, but I'm going to do it for myself. Right, absolutely. And it was For me, just I'm just, just speaking to like, so just talking about the magazine, for me, it was something that, you know, I've been wanting to do for a while and I finally got the opportunity to do it. And it's like, all right, you can't stop because of certain situations or certain people that stop rocking with you. Right. You got to keep pushing. Um, Because you got, again, you got, Again, you got these fifty people. I'm just using fifty. I just I'm not like the number fifty for some reason. You got fifty people that are <laughs> rocking with you, and you can't allow that one person to stop stop you from moving forward. That's again, that's a slap in the face to those fifty people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just I'm like I said, I'm just I'm honestly, man, I'm just I'm I'm grateful. Even though life was hard this year, I'm grateful. I feel like I did a lot of personal growing this year. Um. And I'm definitely grateful for that. I'm grateful for the friendships that I actually, the true friendships that I really do have.